0: Hi everybody, welcome to FNS Wrestling Podcast, episode 161. Sitting across the table from my co-host and teenage son Jack, who had a full day of work today. Excited to come down now and do a couple hours Absolutely. of... Absolutely. Right? And I saw you at work for the first time today. That was exciting. Uh-huh. For you, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, your mom wanted to get something for dinner, so we were already out getting the new scratching post for the cat. So that is right beside where you work. So we stopped by. Um, and there you were. There I was. In the produce department. Killing it. Uh-huh. Who was the... Then you... Some other employee came up and you tried to get oh, me thrown... Oh, front of the manager. You tried to get me thrown out of the store. Yeah. And she didn't know who I was. So she was like, why? Because hmm. <laughs> I'm your dad. Yeah. Nice. So one week away from... Fan well, Expo. Fan Expo. I want to keep calling it Comic Con, but it's not, right?
1: No, that's that was the other one.
0: But it's a similar idea? Uh, yeah. And is big. You're thinking
1: it's bigger than the other one.
0: It's bigger. Oh, well, it's okay. in the same place,
1: but there's like more stuff and whatever.
0: And your plan is to still stay
1: somewhere farther away from there than here. No, um, they're not. They haven't really like their moves not as far along, so the plan's changing actually. Oh, so what's the new plan? I want to just go here, but Mom's saying we can maybe go here and like switch around houses, which for sure I think is kind of counterintuitive because that's just more difficult but
0: but it gives everybody a p- time at their own house and every family a break yeah, from but I don't. many teenage boys keep moving. although i guess you're just kind of here for the night and then gone again right so
1: yeah i'm not sure what we're doing yet but also okay probably see philip as well he's actually your uncle he's actually there he said he's got a thingy oh at
0: the thing yes he's I actually there they're yeah. putting a booth at the i forget what it was for
1: I don't know, some, some, something that he does. I know, we're so dumb. He does too many things. That's he does a lot of fault. things. I don't do that many things. So I, so I don't assume. know if he's promoting something, probably? I would assume. I don't He said it's, I think the word he uses installation. Oh, yeah, they're doing an
0: installation, some sort of art thing, probably. That's the word, yeah. Could be graffiti, could be I think it was mural. something where you
1: can do a thing. Oh, or um, so it's like interactive. I think. That's I don't weird. actually know. That sounds cool. Yeah, and then, like, Basically near Metro, which is the, the convention center, which is, this is super interesting for non-Toronto people. <laughs> that's okay. Um, they know there's timestamps. They on, can jump ahead. On the street, like the one street, like that's right near, is that's where Carnita is. And then also the- Oh yes, La Carnita. The bevy adjacent cafe, the, the one that's in the CBC building. Right. Not the actual bed that is owned by that's your uncle. Not the actual pink one.
0: I haven't seen the second one yet. I've only I seen the. I swear we've been
1: one. there a while ago because the whole office bit looks familiar. I
0: think that we've been in the office part before, but I don't. I haven't seen it it's since. It's kind of like
1: it's. I don't know. It's kind of upstairs
0: since your uncle's place got finished, but that's cool. Mm-hmm. So that's exciting for you. So you're just trying to get through this week. You're working every day, which yeah, is pretty, pretty awesome. Much. So that's big money right before you go somewhere expensive. So mm-hmm. that works out well. And then we'll have to go through changes because I'm absentee for the recording so i don't know what we're going to quite do but there's going to be something published on, on next saturday whether it's just me doing something quick on my own or us actually tackling nxt arrival and getting that up there i'd probably still talk about dynamite quickly
1: or the sad part is is, is that'll take us so long to get to the nxt i actually want to watch right it yeah, w- that's,
0: that's that's the sucky part but we just got to start chipping away at it and then i might get a guest host we'll see if i can get one in uh, down in the studio, mm-hmm. sort of a a lay person to wrestling, to say the least. I would guess. <laughs> yeah, might make for an inch. I was at Paul's, and he thought that would be an interesting idea. He's like, I'll listen to it if there if this person who I may ask to come on is on. I don't want to say anything to get anyone person up. here. Someone super famous, going to be a huge draw. Going to do in Keswick, yeah. Big
1: ratings, buddy. Big ratings. Famous in um, I've heard apparently. I remember one of my friends told me that some people call it the Wick. It is that the just Wick. bothers me. That's just horrible. You never. That was
0: um. That's just, but that's just, um, the school basketball team was, it was just called, uh, balling,
1: balling in the wick or something like that. That's just, that just doesn't sound right. I know. It doesn't lend itself. Like, um, <laughs> off of that, I me and my friends were talking about different ones you could do. And my favorite is, um, you just, you go to East Willie, you know? Yeah. You know say, or, yeah. or you go to the soggy. What's the soggy? Miss, Mississauga. Oh, Mississauga. And, Sorry, like, I didn't I know we like were expanding soggy. past our area. Yeah, but it's The schwa, it's that's one. The schwa. That's just... See, this is, that that's, one sounds good. That doesn't work, though. The schwa sounds it, good. It's better, but it doesn't like... It's just like taking half a word, and it's just... That, it is. That, that, that's dumb. Don't have time just, to say work. all the syllables, you know? Okay, so then I'm going to... I'm going person. to be next to, at the toe. It doesn't work, see? Big Smoke. The six. That, too. Big Smoke
0: is a nickname for it.
1: That... Makes a little more sense to me. I don't know, understand be what Hamilton, is, but, really? like, why they got, like, a big factory or something.
0: For Hamilton? What? Haven't you noticed when we're on our way there,
1: all of the factories pumping out smoke? I don't pay attention to things. Is that, what's that, Hamilton? That's just Bounty Hunter, right? Yeah. That's the only thing I'm paying attention and to. And
0: the restaurant you like that's now here, too.
1: Oh, Meltwich. Meltwich. I got it. Yeah. Mom refused to get me that when, uh. She's not a big fan of Meltwich. Okay. That's dumb. Well, that's because she got the wrong one. She didn't get the one I get.
0: I just think she I think she would rather eat something else. And there's a million restaurants in that little Yeah, closet. well, I'd
1: rather not eat Korean. so boom. Well. Even it,
0: Steven. Yeah, but Korean's awesome.
1: No. Uh, I want my mac and cheese, grilled cheese. Yeah. Yo. With
2: ketchup. Sriracha. And sriracha in it and yeah. all the things. It's an
0: interesting sandwich for sure. It's my sandwich. It is good. Um, Damn. I don't know. Anything else new this week you wanted to discuss? Uh, before we get into Wrestling related things. We're gonna talk about no. Dynamite.
1: We'll talk about NXT. We'll talk about Impact. We'll touch Maybe on some main roster. roster. Um, cherry n- picking nothing that. Nothing else really. No, because uh, All In would be next week. Maybe I'll um, at the very least, I'll I'll send in picks. Okay. I'll just like, well, either I'll type them up on a doc or I'll just text you picks. Yeah, that's fine. And then I'm I've got a presence. So I got to add that in too. Then, eh. Yeah, you got to do it this time.
0: Well, we could. you could record that anytime, and I could put it in. That's true. All right. right? So anyways, okay, let's get started. First segment, as it is every week for the last 161 weeks, we'll take a look at some of this week's wrestling news and rumors. All right, taking a ra- look at the ratings, as we always do, NXT averaged 680,000 viewers, down 12.4%. Earned a 0. .19 in the key demographic, down 174 So I don't know if it's a coincidence. I don't think it is, but there was very little in the way of main roster talent on this episode, with the exception of a little backstage promo with Dominic Mysterio and Ray- Rhea Ripley, announcing that they'll be teaming up for Heatwave. Yay! Week. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over the card for that as well because mm-hmm. it's. I think a little lackluster,
1: but we'll get there. Anyways, sorry, Dynamite. Oh, we're talking about lackluster TV specials, huh? More on that later.
0: Correct. Oh. Correct. Uh, Dynamite averaged 874,000 viewers this week, which is up 3.3% and earned a .32 in the key demographic, up 10.3. I didn't bother with Collision because I don't really care that much. So NXT down a decent percentage and Dynamite up a little bit. It looks like the uh, main roster people is actually a draw. Because there was nobody in action this week. Why is... And their number suffered a bit. What do you have for us? I have, uh, I don't know,
1: one, two, three, four, maybe five. Okay, salaries? three, or four. I just need to get my thing what back What, you got open. the big one? And just, it's. Get, I'm getting it back open. It's it's, it's coming. Hold on. All That's right. loading. This it's is good good podcast. You're here, professional.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, okay. nobody pays a dime for this, so they we're worth every penny, mm-hmm. right?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so big news that's legal related.
2: Yeah,
0: is
1: uh, Ace steel is now considered insurance <laughs> risk by AEW and you is faked, banned from shows. You faked me out. Boom. So, Probably but he's still with him. the company, right? I because don't think so. I
0: thought that was like the big deal breaker. Punk wouldn't come back know. without him.
1: Well, this would make me think that he's not. I'll turn not out like, at shows. That doesn't mean he's not. But then, what did? What does paycheck. he do then?
0: Well, probably nothing. It just means they got Punk back because that's what they wanted, and Punk negotiated his buddy's sweetheart deal. Where, where is I wouldn't it? be surprised.
1: Um, okay, here's the thing again. I'm just trying to look cause to see if he is. Is he? Um, uh, he, I think he is. Although he's on the AEW payroll, yeah, exactly. Um, he was in church that, and he can't attend shows. Right. Uh, he could return to AEW while not being Cause involved with the company because <laughs> he bites people. <laughs> <laughs> um, he is an amateur cannibal. He's Khan's also consenting to steal seeking work without AEW or out with AEW. What does that mean? What? Out with. I thought it was without, but it says out with. That's weird. That might be just a typo. I don't know. I don't. And I don't. I guess that's what you're saying then.
0: In more legal news, a former WWE writer who alleged both racial discrimination and wrongful termination in a lawsuit against the company and several individuals has voluntarily dismissed the suit without prejudice against all defendants except the WWE. What do you think that would look like? (laughs) So to me, and they're speculating it in the article a bit too, that it's likely, possible, likely, whatever, I don't know, that this person um, are working on a settlement with WWE, right? Like Uh. basically you're like, we're not suing anybody else now. We're only suing you. So, you just need to make us an offer. Hush payment. Right. And then it all goes away. We love a good
1: hush payment here. Yes. It happens all the time. Yeah. It's a Mm -hmm. very typical thing in the world of wrestling. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's just, you know, you ever do It's like title match here, um, pay-per-view there, hush payment there pay to know. make it go away man
0: this is unfortunate. that's the saying
1: it's pay to make it go pay away to make it go away that should be a t-shirt yep. and it's just like make then a shirt. It's just a, that's a, the new venture that they can sell i would pay to make that shirt come pay to, pay, my to, pay to have him go away <laughs> i don't think we got enough no for sure definitely <laughs> not what do you say um so the actual thingy it kind of came out of nowhere uh, that continuing um, legal news cash yeah more legal news a uh, cash wheeler was arrested and charged with aggravated assault with a firearm uh which is interesting yeah i was surprised by what this. was it um i saw a post uh, that actually had some i showed you the <laughs> i caption. saw somebody
0: posted the logo from road rager <laughs> remember
1: AEW did oh, yeah.
0: that show <laughs> yeah they were like a bring back
1: thing. time to bring back road rager or something along <laughs> those lines so that's funny yeah um so the road rage incident happened on my birthday Nice. Um, when Wheeler allegedly flashed a firearm at the victim. A warrant was issued for his arrest the following day, and on August 3rd, his lawyers wrote a plea of not guilty. His bail was set to $2,500. Uh, he must turn in all of his firearms while the case is going on. He's not allowed to have contact with the victim. Um, he was not forced to hand over his passport that's since big, right? the case is ongoing. People he can travel, are assuming that he will still be able, able to make it for all in. Uh, yeah. yeah,
0: otherwise that's a problem, right? My immediate yeah. assumption was they put punk in instead.
1: That would just be the grossest thing ever. I thought I was thinking like they could just replace it th- since they're the champions. It, it's a lot harder to replace. It'd be different if uh, Matt. We'll say Nick Jackson was getting in trouble because he's yeah. the younger brother. So I'm putting him as the Jeff Hardy in this situation. Sure. So that's why I picked him. Um, so it'd be different if like Nick's in trouble and then they just got to replace the box, right? Yeah. As disappointing that, as that would be, it's a- easier from. You know, their standpoint, just like, it's just challengers, you know what I mean? Champions yes. is a lot different.
0: That's right. You can't really, and I think Punk would be the only person because they even have a, like, a joint team name that they could plug it's, in there. It's the
1: worst, one of the, my least favorite team names. And believe it's me, aw has got some bad ones, but I would put CMF tier up there because it just, it doesn't work. And the worst part is that... What was that, the meat one? That one was good. Magic Meat. Magic Meat yeah that's good but see the thing that makes team ftr worse is that you've had FTRKO and mjftr which both of which work perfectly right and that just doesn't work there's um so it's up there with naturally luminless and i used to watch
0: championship wrestling a lot i haven't i should actually check it out again at some point it's Mm -hmm. kind of funny but anyways they had a team called beef candy i think it was (laughs) because one guy's like the muscle and one guy's like the pretty boy that's like that books and
1: looks tag team that's at smash
0: right uh continuing our legal theme (laughs) <laughs> oh my good old God. Tammy Sitch. Do I a... saw something. Did about... you see a picture of her? Yeah. I was literally took me a couple minutes to like confirm. I zoomed in and I'm like, that. Is I saw like a... people saying like
1: one the post was um most downloaded love right. in 1996. Yes. That's... It's oh she's in bad shape, man. It's I rewatched the cult did a video on her because I think did we watch the.
0: We watched something
1: We about watched, her. It was her and Candido. Did she yes. have her own? Was that Dark Side? No, she that was, was Dark part Side. of Candido's. Okay, so we watched that, but then I also rewatched. watched um, Kotalak has, like, an hour long on her. I think it's an hour long. No, that was the Benoit one. I also watched one on Benoit, so that yeah. was just cheery. Right. Um, Good Anyways, Anyway, so we watched a video on her, and yeah, it's just... She always looked... I always thought, like, she definitely started to look worse. But this is, like... I did see the recent picture. For it. This it's, is shocking. Man, it's, I need to see like, if I can find the to comparison picture. the same picture. person, it's,
0: honestly. It honestly. It almost doesn't look but like... But anyway, she has pleaded no contest to DUI causing death and now faces up to 25 years in prison. How is she still so, not... Do you know what no contest means? Because I looked it up technically, right? It's I don't. Because I didn't. So it means... To plead no contest uh, means you accept the conviction... But avoided admission of guilt. What? I don't. How does? What? So you're not saying you're guilty, but you are willing to go to prison for 25 years. So I, I don't. So, so what's the difference? Seems there? like a very subtle difference to me. Oh, I think I got. Where is it? Come, so she can always say like, "I never said I was guilty." I guess. But how does that help at all? I, when you're going to rot in prison, I don't think it does. But so, no contest to felony DUI causing death. Was it poison, Rana? Driving with a suspended license causing death two charges of dui with damage to property four counts of dui with damage to a person so bye bye tammy sitch um drug problems i would suggest a life of drugs i'm a mad drug. i can't find the post now and but... unchecked mental health has led us here but unfortunately yeah, she's bananas but she needs to be she's a danger right so we need to protect society unfortunately oh, yeah. from the likes of her mhm uh, what else you got we leave in the legal I have, angle i have now? nothing else uh in the sad news this week, just kidding. Who cares? Lacey Evans done with WWE. She... I saw someone say she should go in
1: the outcast and that just No, ugh. that is awful. That's now crazy. to be known as Macy Estrella, Estrella. I want her to go to AEW and do the thing she did in the main roster, just come out, do her entrance and then walk back. Do you know what her la- do you know what her last match was, which is a feather in her cap? Well, uh, was it that thing with Liv Morgan? It or was, or was a it?
0: dark match lost as Elena Vega <laughs> on the way out the door
1: doing the right thing. <laughs> she lost to Zelina She did <laughs> the NXT over, thing, yeah. Yeah. I was just... I just wanted to note something. I was... Because I was trying to find the that post where it was comparing 90s... Yes. Sunny, sun, to, sunny now. to now. need to now. So I was looking at Poison Run. I love this post. It made me happy. Um, it's... <laughs> yeah, I see that. For that those, co- that mean it's uh, guys literally only want one thing, and it's effing disgusting. And then they put a picture of, uh, or a graphic of Omega and Osprey. I don't want to open that door for you. I, I subscribe that to that. Uh, I have two more things. A new report emerged
0: Tuesday regarding a discussion argument between CM Punk and Jungle Boy Jack Perry. It's just CM Punk and insert name here. On a past AEW collision. According to the report, Punk felt Perry was throwing a temper tantrum over his desired use of real glass, despite production doctor Shivani recommending otherwise. Um, Punk, Punk's claim was that he was asked to step in and calmly said that they don't do that. Why on would Saturdays. they? Why if would he doesn't like it? He could stay on Wednesdays. Why would Punk step in? Other people, because
1: he is the collision guy. That's I hate these. That's why I don't like collision. You can't. No wrestling show should be like a kingdom ruled by a wrestler. Like this is I've seen people. This is sure. getting to like WCW Hogan almost. Like not quite, but we're on our way there. It, it's not a. It's not like that. No, um, and so others in
0: the locker room referred to it as an argument between the two, and I guess basically Jungle Boy had a vacation cl- plan. They wanted to do some sort of car angle that would write him off TV. He wanted to use uh, broken glass. They said no. Jungle Boy was upset.
1: I think it's dumb considering we cetera, just saw a bunch of broken glass in on Rampage on the same
0: network. I think it's that new rule where they have to get it all cleared, right? And I guess it wasn't cleared. I think that's
1: dumb, though, because they just did it.
0: Yeah. Um I don't know. Let's see. What else do I have? Final thing was the Heat Wave card. I don't know if this is complete because it's only five matches I have right
1: now. That seems about five or that six. That seems apropos. For, length. For sure. That seems apropos. They don't typically tend to do like. So I'm pretty excited. A about lot of matches or big matches. Two of the
0: five. Let's see if you can Wagner. guess. Rhea Ripley, Dominic Mysterio taking oh, on that Lyra, one's... Valkyria, and Dragon Lee. That one. No. Uh Wish. Don't really love when they do mixed tag matches. Uh Yeah, that's why. But we'll see. Ilya Dragunov, Trick Williams. Oh, that one. No, That one. Heritage Cup, Fraser, and Noam Dar. No, that one doesn't seem very good. Wagner and Corbin. That's the one. There it is. Some would say a dream (laughs) match. There it is. And championship for NXT, Carmelo Hayes and Wesley. So I am looking forward to that one, especially after this week's NXT, which we'll talk about. And the Heritage Cup match, I think will be really good and everything else I could leave. A L- little bit of my interest in Dragunov Williams is waning from this week's NXT. Oh, we'll yeah. get to that, too. I talked to you about that already. And Wagner, Corbin, I just, I don't know. I don't really care. Mm-hmm. It's there. Hostified, Not none I of guess. them are great. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's the end of news and rumors. I guess we move into our in-depth review of Wednesday night's offering from AEW. And that was this week's episode of Dynamite. It's a rare occurrence this week because I don't think either of us are super excited to talk about dynamite, and that is I can't not the say usual. I am. Yeah, it was uh, disappointing to say the least, I guess. But we will talk about it as you open this smoked cheddar I brought you.
1: No, this one's not smoked. Don't oh lie sorry, to not me. smoked. Cheddar. Don't just lie to regular me. It's old just, cheddar. It's o- Emphasis on the old
0: though. And I grabbed a couple of those. These Korean, I don't know, are these cookies? Biscuits, they're good. They're like good. Them. Me too. So um,
1: talk about dynamite though. Um, in between cheeses, yeah. Um, so we open the show with Casty, Orange Casty, and Wheeler Yuta for the AW International Championship, which I've kind of missed. We haven't gotten this in a few weeks. I feel like we should get back to this. And I almost um, want to say the entire
0: show peaks right here.
1: Yeah, and it's not. It's not. It's not in a. It's not a massive peak either, though. No, I was a little disappointed. I mean, I but in a general sense, I do. It is relative. Want I want Orange Cassidy go back to this because there were some great matches. There was a great yeah, stretch. He had a great stretch, so I think we need to get yep. back to that because he's still he's still kind of on a roll. Um, is he involved in the Stadium Stampede? I don't remember. I no. Yeah, no. Me, yeah, no. Yeah, no. It feels
0: like we went through an era of hot trios matches opening,
1: and now we're in an era of hot. It's Orange Cassidy. Orange, orange Cassidy, Cassidy yeah. defenses, right? I'm missing the trios matches too. I'm kinda angry that collision took that away from us because I feel like that's kinda that's kinda bull. Um okay. No, Cassidy is in the Steam Okay. I thought so. Nice. Um anyways, uh some of the notables from the match. There's a suplex on the outside that had a nice thud it uh, did. from Cassidy. Uh there's a pile driver on the ramp from Utah. Um Cassidy did a beach break for two. Yuta hit a superplex and a diving splash for two. Cassie did a Michinoku driver for two, and then a running PK after the kickout. Uh, Claudio Mox came out, and Cassie kind of had a paradigm shift to Yuta while looking at Mox. Um, Cassie connected with an orange punch, but he couldn't capitalize because the hand targeting that Yuta was doing earlier, and mm-hmm. also it's a prior injury. Yep. Uh, you r- rolled him up the seatbelt for a near fall. Uh, then Cassie counter-pile driver and sat down on a pin to get the win and retain. Uh, then, of course, we get a Blackpool beatdown after, right? Of course. Immediately. Uh, then best friends try to make the save, but they got beat down as well. Lucha Bros came up for the save, and they cleared the ring. Then uh, Blackpool were gonna go back in with chairs, but then Eddie Kingston came out, and the brawl resumed. And he, they, he, and Claudio brawled on the entrance way, and the back end of the ring. And eventually Blackpool get out of dodge, and Kingston challenges them to Stadium Stampede at All In, with the, that assorted babyfaces with against Blackpool and whoever they can get. Yeah, stadium stampede in Wembley is a really good idea. I think it feels a bit
0: thrown together because we're like a week away, but a little bit. But I'll I'll take it. Yeah, um, I thought this was another very good Orange Cassidy match and defense on his string here of defenses. But uh, yeah, and I do kind of hope it'd be cool if Best Friend come away from this feud with Blackpool elevated. Like I don't expect them to get the better of ba- Blackpool, but Best Friends have been there forever, have they? Since the beginning. I would pretty much pretty close feels like it and like they've played a valuable role right they always have good matches they're fun the crowd likes them but they never really win so it'd be nice to reward them if they can i like again i don't think they're coming out of this beating blackpool but if they can at least get some i mean they
1: picked up uh no i was just trying (laughs) never mind
0: uh great to see eddie back he got a really good reaction from the crowd right and again i think stadium stampede will be fun
1: yeah, it's a cool choice.
0: Yeah, good start to the show. Um, wish it maintained or I mean, got better from there. It's
1: basically a second anarchy in the arena. But yeah, I think yeah, but that was really great. So I'm not what it complain. feels like. Um, I thought it was a pretty good opener. I think Cassie's run has had far better ones though. Yeah. Um, I think he and to work well together, but um, and I thought it was solid, just I feel like it could have been better. It was good, not um, great. I yeah, agree. I was expecting better, I, I feel like. Um, I like the hand targeting because that's a solid strategy, obviously with the orange punch, and then also the previous matches, maybe the first one with with that I don't remember. <laughs> right. Um, the post-match was pretty good, too. Uh, largely typical until Kingston's return, which was cool, and a nice pop as well. Uh, nice to get him back in the mix after the G1 uh, is has been wrapped up. Uh, Steam St. is cool to do in Wembley, um, and I'm interested to see who Blackpool gets this time. Maybe we get Chris Hero this time.
2: Yeah, I, right.
1: I, Imagine. I, I mean, they have three spots to fill. He's not, he's not a big name,
0: unfortunately, to us and to other wrestlers. I don't know. It's an AEW audience, so I feel like true. Plus, if smart. they have
1: multiple spots, yeah. I mean, then he might what get What are the three they have know. to fill? Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. a lot. So, um, and it's a nice addition to the card for sure, though um and speaking of which they have officially broken the record for what i forgot oh, to put for in my the news, attendance but they beat out oh did they the mania 32 which is so it's the highest nice. paid attendance good for them of all time until and me. it's not vince baby until they Blah. do something to beat it immediately as quickly yeah. as they can get WrestleMania in london now yeah exactly
0: WrestleMania 40 it's not in philadelphia anymore cut to boom cut to vince having an assistant google what has a bigger attendance than wembley <laughs> Well, what have been? what has larger capacity? Uh, I, so what uh, what are they putting in there? Uh, eighty there's thousand, like eighty thousand something. So there's like, football stadiums in the states, like you, Dallas. Uh, their football stadium, you could get probably over hundred.
1: Weird because in there, um, that's weird because uh, they've I swear they've done. Sorry, what stadium is it? Cowboys Stadium. I have have they has WWE done that yet? I know they've gone in like Dallas or whatever that. That area, but um. So eighty thousand with an expandable capacity of up to a hundred, and that would be
0: expandable because a wrestling ring is much smaller than a football field, so they can put seats
1: there, right? Nice, yeah. yeah. Uh, that is angering. So you know how? I'm um, sorry. I just saw a post, and it's the Dynamite's card for next week. So I'm just gonna mention it quick before we go into our next one. Sure. Um, Swerve and Fox versus Allen and Wayne next week. That's cool. Why isn't that on All In though? You're the, you're. You're killing me here. Might be they're teasing big, me. Too big a step for I don't Nick Wade. That's a way better match. They're they're killing me here, and then um Aussie opener wrestling. Nice. Want to guess who they're defending their ROH tag titles against? Uh, the Acclaimed. The Hardys. Oh God. Yeah. Um, but Elite versus. Well, Bull
0: I mean, Cup they gold, earned it by cool.
1: losing to the Bucks last week. I guess. Interesting. Um, then um, Guns and Juice versus Elite. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, Omega and Bucks. That's that should nice, be good, actually. Um, and. That's about it. Oh, there's a face to face with RFTR and Bucks, and that's it. Uh, Moxley Phoenix as well. Nice. All right. Oh, wait. They're only have like one show. They're going to have to like fire out yeah. Blackpool's people fast. Damn. All right. yeah. Interesting. Speaking of Kenneth Omega, uh, we get his sit down with JR filmed the day prior. Um, they're in like kind of an empty arena kind of area. I mm-hmm. want to say, I feel like it would have been in Daily's Place or something. Might have been. It gave me that kind of vibe. Um,. Omega said the Don Don Callis was always around in his childhood. Uh, when he was growing up, uh, he said the way Callis guided and made Omega the great athlete he is. He, he said you can't choose your family, and Callis felt like an uncle to him. He said he just wants to move on. He didn't want Callis to get into his head. He uh, he said he goes back with uh, Takeshita, uh, and they showed uh, clips of like young Takeshita and young Omega yeah. in uh, I think DDT. Um, and Omega said he's gonna take Takeshita away from Callis, and then. Uh Kallus interrupted and Omega got out of his chair, but then he got jumped by uh Switchblade and Juice Robinson. Right. Uh they threw Omega in a garage door and then Takeshita came in and hit uh he hit him in the back, I think it was a piece of wood or something.
0: Yeah, it was a big old piece like a <laughs> hacksaw dug in sort of movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: and then uh Kallus was trash talking him and then that was it.
0: Yeah, I like the story they're telling. I I didn't love Kenny here. Um I thought he felt like dispassionate and a little disconnected considering like the magnitude of what he was I, talking I don't about know. i
1: feel like that could have kind of been the point i don't know i guess because um, like i th- i thought what he was kind of saying was i like that i like that he was like not wanting to get obsessed with that and you know focus on kallus and get all yeah too amped up so i thought i feel like what you're saying could kind of be part of that like he's not i feel like the typical thing is to get super yeah amped and just obsessed with getting just payback, detached
0: but- a little bit from it
1: and maybe that's the point, because of his relationship to Callus up until this point. But um, could be. I, I do sure. like the idea, like he,
0: that Callus is trying to replace Omega with a younger model, basically in
1: Takeshta. Mm-hmm. I thought the attack afterward looked pretty good. I just wasn't feeling Omega that much in this. Mm-hmm. I liked it though. Um, in contrast to Callus, who's dead set on making his life miserable and replacing him, even though really, like Kenny did no wrong to him. And whereas Kenny's just kind of trying to put it behind him, and other than. Thing, yeah. I get. I hope we get that all out then, I guess. That's my consolation is I get the trios and the Omega Takeshita. Um it was cool to see Black or not, why do I keep I, the B C always trips me up. Uh Bull Club Gold getting in on this, it was cool. Um nice to see Juice and Switch back on the main show. Um and I'm gonna say that about a few people. It's just nice to see people on the main show. Um not sure how they factor in other than perhaps uh White's past feud with Kenny and New Japan. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can Think of and Calus uh, is kind of. I feel like it might be like a similar thing to his loose affiliation with Osprey. I could see Calus just trying to manipulate anyone into going yep. after Omega again. Anyone who has had like a past grudge with him. Yep. I feel like that could be kind of a thing, um, and try to take out um help, uh, to take out, to help him and Calus uh, and Takeshita. Sorry, I'm tripping in here. Um, I'm assuming at least some tag match and to, uh with Switch of Juice would be a sick trio for mm. sure. Yep. Um, then we get a like a me update um, with Hangman outside an ambulance because obviously the attack was in theory the day before. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, and then Hangman said uh, if they were gonna drive all the way to Jacksonville for a beatdown, it better be good and you have to finish it. So it was in Daly's place. Then uh, Hangman says Kenny's in the hospital and he isn't finished and he isn't friendless. He said all in. Um, it'll be Kenny himself and Abushi. He's back uh, alongside uh, Kenny. And uh all in, they will finish the beatdown that the heel people started. And then uh, like a hospital, I think he was a security guy or something. I think so. Uh, he, he came in saying hangman can of a beer there. So uh, he just chugged in and gave it to him.
0: I thought that end part was straight, kind of cheesy.
1: Yeah. But um,
0: the rest I thought was fine. And <clears throat> excuse me. Is it because he's elite that he has the beer again? Because the drinking thing's been gone for a while. But now he's back with the elite and he's got... Beverages again.
1: Maybe. I don't know. I don't but anyways, know. this was really
0: quick, and it was it was fine. Yeah. Of all um, the things on this show, I didn't really have a problem with I it.
1: thought it was, it was pretty good. He sounded solid, um, but it was more about the announcement. I'm looking forward to that, though. Probably one of my more anticipated matches now. Um yeah. Just, like, on paper, it looks really great. It does. So, um, I'm liking that, for sure. Um, speaking of things I am so excited about, um, next we get Jericho's decision, and... We do. Everything that comes with it. Yep. Um, so Jericho and Calus are in the ring, and he said his answer was yes. Yay. And, yeah, the, Calus
0: is pretty much yelling over the crowd who still hate him, and he gets a <laughs> yeah. really good reaction. It's always so. great.
1: Um, Calus was surprised by it, and they hugged him in the ring. Um, Cal said it's great, and they, he wanted to leave to go celebrate and go to a bar or whatever. Um, Jericho wanted to see the painting that was in the ring, and it had, like, a uh, sheet over it or whatever, yep. so you can see it. Um, Calus said there's another picture of them with bad news and tried to rush them out. But then Jericho took the cover off, and it's Kyle's holding Jericho's severed head, yep, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um, Jericho uh, was wondering if this meant that Kyle thought he was gonna say no. Uh, Calus claimed the artist screwed up what he wanted, um, and Jericho knew he was lying, so Kyle's admitted he didn't think Jericho would say yes to him. He thought Jericho would say no because of his massive ego. This coming from Don Kyle's, right? Um, Callus told Jericho, in a business of egomaniacs, Jericho is the greatest at that from Don Callus. Uh, Callus called Jericho a narcissistic egomaniac, That and he said that Jericho didn't deserve to be in his family. Uh-huh. Even though you yeah. begged him yeah. for yeah. weeks to join? Um, Jericho responded to Callus saying three years ago, Callus was not doing anything. Now he's driving to EW, and Callus has lost every personal relationship in his life. He said Don is a piece of trash in an a-hole. Um, Cal slapped Jericho so Jericho um, tried to attack him but then Takeshita arrived to beat him down. Jericho fought him off because obviously he's way better than the youthful Takeshta. and that's when my boy Mr. Osprey returns to uh, jump Jericho. They hit him over the head with the chair protected. Um, Jericho uh, turned over so he could blade and oh my god Jericho's bleeding. He is. Um, then Jer- Calus hit Jericho over the head with the painting uh, and then Guevara made the save with the Floyd the Bat. Right. Um. You want to go first? So,
0: one of the things you said was Jericho was criticizing Callus for like severing every relationship he had recently. Says the guy who just had all members of his group walk out on him to his face. There's that. And
1: so, (laughs) so now this feels like this whole thing was to make Jericho a baby face. Pretty much. Um. The thing with you're saying so Jericho is chastising him for. A, being in a, a dick, and B, for severing all of his connections when Jericho just lost his faction and also said yes to joining his faction. Correct. So, like, let's say—and then also now, then on the other side of this, Callus is calling him a giant egomaniac and thought he would say no— but then, to your point, he's been begging him for weeks and like doing, he destroyed Jericho's faction to get Jericho into his, but then he thought he was going to say no. So he had a painting made. And then and, has
0: a heel promo in the chamber ready
1: to fire out right. at the guy that's. And then and to that point, then been, Jericho was ready to go back to quote unquote his roots and be like an, a douche with Callus. But then he, he comes out of the gates with a babyface promo. Right. And then also, if there's no painting here, then they would be aligned. Correct. Like, that's basically... Because Callus got the painting made. Cause, and- cause Cal- no, because he brought it out. Like, what I was thinking is if you really wanted to have a painting of that just to be... Because it's Yeah, I think having the painting in general is not the issue. The issue is bringing it out and just having it in plain sight. I think he should have had another one of them together made. He should have had two over paintings. To- exactly. Yes. And then... For regardless of which situation and then occurs. can facilitate some other reason to have them turn on each other because this is just... A, the best way to describe it is a contradictory mess that they could have done and much if Jericho, better. And imagine if Jericho
0: looks at it and it is a painting of them together and then he accidentally knocks that one off yeah, and behind it... Yeah, do that. Exactly.
1: Right? That's fine. Because then at least it makes more sense for yes. it to be out there. This is just that. And like, why wouldn't Jericho... like? You know what I mean? Like, it's just kind of dumb. I haven't
0: enjoyed this angle, and I feel similarly about this segment. I feel And like it, it could was have lengthy, done, too. It's not a payoff I wanted, but I still think it could have been executed better. You yeah, know? I like, just... I don't know, man. It's just, just...
1: Neither of them really make a ton of sense if you look back oh, yeah. at the whole thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I, I kind of gloss over things because we were kind of just talking about... But I basically, I said it's just like they're both contradictory, and it's just... It's so confusing because they both just... Like, he disagreed to him, but now he's against him, he didn't think he was gonna join but he's it just doesn't make sense and if sense. you don't
0: really like each other why did we do this dance for a month or whatever that
1: yeah because i feel like i don't have an issue with them like pretending to be friends to try like like, MJF and Guevara, remember, in the build-up to Double or Nothing, yeah. that was them pretending to be friends and, like, kind of, like, what they're, but that had a purpose, and that actually made sense, yes. and that was good, and this was not. No, it wasn't. Um, furthermore, I didn't really understand why Osprey is here. Um, I love him, and, uh, in a general sense, I'm stoked to see him again. However, now my dream is fully dead, as two matches that aren't the one I want have been confirmed. Um... And yeah, also, the thing is not, I didn't really want is not happening. Like, I don't understand why Osprey for me. And Jericho is the match. I just, I don't get it. If you I want Jericho know. on the card, fine. Give him someone else. If you want Osprey on the card, give him Omega. It's not that hard. Um, I don't really understand why Osprey would help Kallus. Um, I know they're loosely affiliated at Forbidden Door, but that felt like more of an enemy enemy of my enemy is my friend right. kind of thing. But then I feel like I kind of answered my own question. I kind of thought about it. Then maybe it's Chaos kind of calling him in to return the favor, I yeah, guess you I could so. see it as that. Cause yeah. I don't really see them as affiliated affiliated. But Callus no. did play a decent role in the turnout of Forbidden Door. So I could see it as kind of a returning the favor kind of thing. I just wish Osprey was more of a dick and didn't return the favor. Right. Just so then we don't have to get this match. But we're getting um, it. I think like, why couldn't Callis have someone that has history with Jericho to deal with Jericho? Cause let's not forget callous is dealing with Omega too so wouldn't he want to like either pay Osprey or whatever do whatever get Osprey to jump Omega because Osprey is already itching to probably beat Omega again like the grudge is there why would Osprey go after someone he hasn't faced twice this year yeah that he hasn't gotten bloodied by you know what I mean like it doesn't make sense even with the logic that Osprey and callous have are doing favors you could have like it Osprey Omega should have been the thing, and I don't understand why they wouldn't do that. I know. And it's going to be one of the like my biggest missed opportunities, in my opinion. I'm, I'm never going to let that you go. You are not. It's, You'll hear a lot about this. Field. I just I don't understand why they could do that. I mean, I'm okay with getting that Trios match out of this instead, because that match. But I'm I'm more disappointed in this aspect of it, because I feel like Osprey kind of got screwed while Omega still gets a good one. You know what I mean? In their defense, they may be seeing... They've already sold, like, a record number of tickets.
0: We can save that Omega Osprey for something to really move tickets. They don't need any extra sales here, so maybe they're just parking uh, that for I would get
1: them more buys and whatever, though. But I, I guess. But, um, All we can hope for now is Osprey pulling out anything resembling a banger. Yeah, hopefully. That would be a feather in his cap if he does. Yep.
0: I Jericho don't think... could put it together for one, like, 15-minute match, I think.
1: I don't think we're getting another five-star, though. I think Probably a Six-star? In... <laughs> don't think so. Yeah, right. Uh, next, we have a quick Jack Perry promo package. Um, he claims he's Mr. Wednesday Night after last week, and he's the greatest FTW champion, and he's going to retire the title next week. Um, this was fine. I thought he sounded decent. Um, yeah. But pre... I wonder who's stopping him when he announces he's retiring a title. Yeah. A uh, fake his... title that someone made.
0: His pre-recorded stuff's better than live, so I thought this was fine. Um and, of course, Taz is playing the super annoyed on commentary, doesn't even want to really start talking about it. So where does this go? <laughs> it's not getting us Taz, is it? Can't be. I feel
1: like Hook comes back.
0: Probably. But anyways, yeah, this was fine. Again, on a show of stuff uh, full of stuff I didn't really enjoy, this but was not a problem. is the payoff just Hook gets his title back? And then lets his, him retire it, and we can get rid of it?
1: But then that begs the question, why give it to Jack Perry? I don't know. I I don't know.
0: Because he said he was winning titles in 23. And now he's not a liar. (laughs) And they can bury him.
1: (laughs) That's like um, when uh, King of the Ring 98. It um, counts. Uh Kane was facing Austin for the title and it was a first blood match. And <laughs> the thing that Kane also gave was the stipulation he also gave was if he lost he'd set himself on fire. Right. So they gave him the title win, but then he just lost it the next day. So that's like he didn't have to set himself on fire, but like yes. he just lost the title back. So it'd be like that. It'd be like Jungle Boy did win a title, but it's, it's not a real one.
0: And he lost it quickly back to the same and he, guy.
1: And he lost it back to the same and guy. And then he yeah. retired. Exactly. Um next we move on to Darby Allen and Nick Wayne taking on the Gates of Agony. Did this um,
0: happen? I wanted to see this. Did this match actually happen? What I would like to know. Kinda, I guess. Like I kinda I, wanted to see it. But I don't remember the Gates of Agony doing anything. I don't either. And about more I think more than half of this was during a commercial, is what I'm trying to get at. Mm-hmm. This was like a five-minute match with three minutes of three minutes. <laughs> three minutes of it on commercial. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so Gates of Agony Attacked uh, Darby and Nick From behind during their entrance uh, Swerve and Fox came out to watch um, Gates of Agony Tandem hit Tossed Wayne into the barricade Oh, they did one thing That was nice Yep um, Darby hit a Couch fix bomb on Khan for two uh, Wayne hit a hurricane around to Leona Off the apron uh, The finish came when Wayne hit uh, The Wayne's World Cutter to Khan And then Darby hit a coffin drop to Khan At the same time as Wayne hitting a moonsault To Leona on the outside And Darby picked up the win then Sting appeared on the Tron and says, Fox better have eyes in the back of his head because they have a coffin match in nine days. <laughs> and he has Nana with him who cracks it to 11 days. He says it's showtime, then scares Nana away. Uh, that was something. So
0: your baby face is abducting people. That's and cool.
1: Being a weirdo. Yeah,
0: just a really fast match, I guess, to get to the aftermath, right? And the aftermath wasn't anything that interested you or me. So again, more than half of this is on a commercial. I would have preferred this match get more time because I kind of like Gates of Agony. I just think they're like believable, badass tag team, right? And I, I don't know if this did Yeah, last time they, when they
1: faced Darby and Cassie, they looked like killers, but this was the opposite.
0: Right. Um, I didn't feel like we got much out of this match or the Sting segment. It's too bad. I like the talent involved in the match, but I don't really think they gave us much. So I, I no. didn't, wasn't a fan of this. Yeah, I was
1: disappointed because I thought this could be a pretty cool tv match and they those two didn't...
0: guys throwing around those exactly like wayne and Allen for just a few minutes we
1: didn't really get any no. of that um and i don't think nick wayne did much of no either which is kind of a shame because i thought he looked pretty good in his debut match mm-hmm. and they've just not really done much with him since i feel like this is a part where dark would be somewhat beneficial yeah to get wayne on there because roh is there but it exists in this kind of middle ground where it's kind of dark but it's kind of a legitimate thing at the same time it's kind of stuck in that middle ground so i don't know i would have kind of kept dark around or they
0: could have done like on rampage that that's his show like with hook if they really just want to yeah, build him for a bit.
1: Yeah, like they should do more with Wayne and to get him on and get him exposure and matches and whatever. Because this
0: wasn't much exposure for him. No, this was really the end. Little nothing. bit was kind of fun, but uh,
1: post match was whatever. I thought things from him was lame and seemed kind of Joker Sting-esque, which I can't say I was a fan of. I just thought it was weird, and it's it's just like I don't. know. It's like him doing his best Joker impression while still trying to be Sting. Yeah, and I guess that's what it is. But I just I don't like that. I just. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't know why mimicking uh like a
0: character from a film and like totally ripping it off is cool. I don't.
1: I don't understand. I, I don't w- get it. I was trying to ask you like I don't know if Joker sting ever worked. I, I wasn't a huge fan. I've never it, been but... a big sting guy. So yeah. Um, I'm just glad he never auditioned for Dark Knight or Batman '89 because <laughs> I don't think it would have worked out. No. Um, I'm still disappointed Wayne isn't in All In instead, which is the amazing sentence I wrote. Nice. Um, yeah. It's a lot next, of ins. Yeah, it's not it's my favorite sentence that I've penned. Um, next we get MJF and Cole, another bro sesh. Uh MJF took Cole to an outback steakhouse since they're facing Aussie open. <laughs> um that's what <laughs> <every laughs> we see in the restaurant. Um no alcohol this time. Nope. Just learned their lesson. Maybe that's just because th- the Australian people don't do that. I don't know. Oh, they do. Oh, so then they should've they should have <laughs> saved it for do. here. Why aren't they save it here? That doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, they showed Cole and MJF backstage at arena with uh, hats on, and they were watching some uh, or sorry, no, that wasn't this yet. Um, they were watching some kangaroo fighting to get ready for Aussie Open, um, and just said the kangaroo kick will save Cole's life, and so that's their new plan, Ugh. I think. Um, there are inflatable crocodiles, and there's an employee in the hallway complaining about it, and they hit the double clothesline into him, knocking him into a kiddie pool. Uh, then we cut to them, Tony Khan yelling at them in his office. We don't see it. We just like, we get a shot at the door and we can Mm -hmm. hear it. Um, most confident Tony Khan's ever sounded (laughs) on television. (laughs) So I'll give him that. Um, they left the office and MJF said, Tony will regret that come 2024. Um, and then Tony walked out and he said, what did you just say? And then they just all kind of laughed it off and Tony went back into his office.
0: Didn't Roddy show up on this one?
1: No, that was after when they arrived.
0: Oh, um, these I, I wasn't a big fan of this one. Uh, again on this show, they're they're starting to overwrite these. I feel like um, what works about these two is the dynamic they have, and you can just keep the other stuff simple and rely on the personalities of Cole right. and Right, I think they're
1: getting too like it's a bit too silly. They're jumping the it's shark. It's a little as too goofy. Say. Yeah, or maybe they're gonna jump the crocodile. The train right. The trampoline park
0: was pushing it a bit, but the
1: dodgeball part of it was kind of fun. I thought the trampoline park. Yeah, it was like. It was kind of there, but I thought it was redeemable. So I thought this one was, this is getting over they the They leaned shark, into you know? that
0: tone too much.
1: And again, yeah. they're just making it too complicated. The chemistry these two have is getting lost in the sauce, as they say. Yeah. There's
0: too much other stuff
1: going on. It's a little on. heavy on the stereotypes too, which I know if it was Canada, then I'd be annoyed. So I should try to be a little annoyed, even though Australia is not real. Remember, it Correct. doesn't exist. Okay? And my last
0: thing says, Roddy showing up a bit late again did make me laugh. So did he not show up? It was after this. Oh, uh, so am I just combining things? Yes. Oh, okay, sorry. You're,
1: you're good. You're not for, you didn't forget anything this week, okay. right? Okay, not yet. Well, what did we'll you see. forget the other week? What uh, was I had it? You one just thing completely on, missing. Like, oh, it was Blackpool. They were they talked and you just completely, completely blipped on missing. it for some reason. Yeah, Yeah, I think they're getting away from what made this great in the first place. And then you go back to that because it can be silly. And don't get me wrong, but um, I just think they're kind of they're about to go over the shark and they need to kind of backpedal and go back to like what made this great in the first <laughs> they, place they've
0: put the shark in the tank and they've built the ramp and they're like they're, they're, they're <laughs> we're about they're to jump up. over it yeah, yeah.
1: We're, we're they're revving up you know i, I hear um, that's
0: happened with the uh the bloodline as well i'd say so yeah i think, they, I think people are saying the explanation for
1: i don't think jimmy's explanation is horrible i just think it's I just think it's jumped the shark. I don't know if Jay was the right ending, but it's it's a it's lot. Just, it's jumped Sorry. the shark for sure. I that, digress. That's, that's a whole other thing. I didn't talk about that last. I actually didn't. That was last week, but I just didn't talk about because I just I didn't want to. <laughs> that's fair. I just the bloodline stuff is too common. That I just like to keep my high spots more simple. It's just yep. I don't want to get into the blood. So I, maybe that's the sign. It's Jump the shark. I think so. I think right? Like because we were into about, it. Yeah, it's. I don't know. It's just... It, that's not the same for sure. I know. And I don't think we're there yet with this. I no. think we're just in danger of it, kind of. And I did write most confident Tony Khan's ever sounded on camera. Yep. so Even though he wasn't was on nice. camera. Well, okay. On television. Whatever. Hey, yeah. There I know we go. Um, then MJF and Cole arrive at the arena. MJF runs off to the washroom because of whatever he ate. Back Cole to leaves, back. Cole leaves. And, of course, Roddy shows up too late again. Kingdom until the sun. Back to back to back. You if you want to include this as three. You can't put something in between these. I don't... That was
0: part... like. It just got exhausting after a while, right? That there was very lengthy. This was a long chunk coming up here. Mm-hmm. I, I
1: questioned the order of this. And the long one, the long segment while being long wasn't bad. I just, I agree that the spacing should have been different. Like, I think so. I think you swapped this with the death match fiasco. Mm-hmm. And then at least that's a little spaced out.
0: By fiasco, do you mean match of the year? Sorry,
1: and I feel like then putting this long segment after that match would probably paint it in a better light. Maybe, (laughs) kind of by default. Um, Yeah, true. So next we'll hear from MJF and Cole. Um, Cole is talking about how big this match is, especially after he he's come back from his concussion. He said he also gets to do with one of his best friends, MJF, and he's talked about he's broken records in his championship reigns in the past. He's not just going to be in the match; he's going to win the match. And he needs to win more than MJF can ever imagine, and he's gonna do anything and everything to win the title. Um, MJF said that he has a great story, but MJF has a better one. He said when he started pro wrestling, he uh, wrote down two dream opponents, which was Cody Rhodes and Adam Cole. Uh, he said in 2018, he put 90,000 miles on his car because he was busting his ass in the indie circuit. He spoke about the All In show that um, that the the first All In obviously. He said he dm Cody to give him an opportunity on the show and he got a response saying that he was all in and he got to open the pay-per-view and he did lose but he opened the eyes of tony khan and he, that led him to getting a contract with AEW. he said if there's no all in there's no mjf uh he said uh fast forward to 2023 he grew up before our eyes and became a generational talent he said he became one of the best that ever i've done it as the world champion he said at, that all in will be in front of the biggest crown in the history of the sport against the guy that was his dream opponent, and he's, that's become his best friend, and it means so much to him. He said um, that the Smash doesn't mean everything to because the AW world title is the only thing that means everything to him. And he said it symbolizes all his hard work, countless hours of training, and sending tape until his eyes bled so he could t- obtain it. He said if Cole thinks MJ will just lay down, then he's uh, out of his goddamn mind. He said he loves Cole like a brother, but a win in Wembley will make him legendary, and he's going to win because nobody's on the level of the devil. Uh, Cole says, may the best man win. just um, said the best man will win. And he did his catchphrase. And then Cole did Adam Cole, Bebe. Ozzy Open attacked them. Um, Cole turned around. Uh, Davis d- dipped to avoid double clothesline. And then he pulled Fletcher out to avoid a kangaroo kick. Because that's something I should type. Mm-hmm. Um, then after Ozzy Open left, Cole like kind of was setting Teasy. up like he was going like to super kick MJF. But he didn't. When he had his back turned. But then... Um, he was just like,
0: I was just watching your back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then they hugged it out, and then they left, and then they also showed Roddy and Kingdom watching it on TV backstage, and that was it. There. Uh,
0: far too long. Just kind of lost interest. I I will say, I don't want to be too hard on all of this. Once they did get serious and started talking about the importance of the match, things were way better. But at that time, I, we'd been watching these guys for so long on this episode and not really getting any wrestling in this first hour, right? We got the opening match. And then a couple minutes of a tag match. And then it was all just talking. And mostly by these guys. So there was some good stuff in here. There was just Mm -hmm. too much other stuff. So I was already kind of out on this.
1: Yeah, this wasn't a bad segment. I thought it was pretty good, actually. Uh, It just felt like it definitely could have been trimmed. Like, I like both of these guys. And they always deliver on the mic. And this was no exception. But it felt like a couple segments that they could have cut into two, perhaps. Or, like, at least trimmed some of the fat here. I just... Or... Honestly, maybe it's not too long, and maybe it's just again the spacing on the show. Yeah, that could very well just be it, because maybe if you think about it, it's not it's not much longer than one of the other ones they've had. But again, before we had some spacing between like the bro stash and right. This, they right? could have let them breathe a little they've bit. They spaced it out better in the past. Suffocated. So, um, I think me. they could have. Yeah. Yeah. Um. They've had log segments before, but they could have saved some of this for next week or again spaced it out. Uh, both their stories were good, though. I liked them getting into the match more and proclaiming mm-hmm. their wins and whatnot. Uh, nice to see Ozzy Open on TV again, even though they looked a little dumb here, which I'm not a fan of. But um, I'm always happy to see them get some time. Uh, I like the tease from Cole again. I still think it'll be MJF because MJF as a baby face in a title feature doesn't make sense to me. Um, however, I like them teasing either just so that there's at least the possibility. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Um, then we got a Jericho interview. Uh, he blasted Osprey for attacking him. He said um, if he wants a piece of Jericho, he'll he'll get him at all in, so he challenges him to the match that I definitely wanted. Um, he said he's going to make him bleed and blade and drink his own blood. He he's going to get inside Osprey's head and embarrass him. He, he says you don't know what you got into, but you've opened hell, and the Ocho is coming for you, Osprey, or maybe the Painmaker. Who, Who knows?
0: I thought he sounded good here, and he's... Definitely, like, hey, in case you guys didn't know, I'm a baby face now, right? Especially going into face Osprey. Uh, so I thought he did a fine job here, um, better than some things Jericho's done. But again, I don't really know why he's a face now necessarily, but he is. So I guess this established yeah. that further.
1: Um, so he confirms the match I didn't want. So hooray! That too. Um, I still think it should have been that finale. Um, I don't know why they couldn't just do the right thing, um, but the promo was solid though. Nothing yeah. inherently wrong with that. Nope. Other than the fact that I don't want this match. Correct. Uh, the dried blood looked kind of funny. Just yeah, and then he's trying to like wipe it like. off his head or whatever. Yeah. There. Yeah. Uh, next we get Jeff Hardy versus Jeff Jarrett in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Death Match, or I guess the championship as Jarrett called it. So let me but ask was a belt.
0: you: Do you think in wrestling or in the world in general? There can be things that are just objectively bad. Like, yeah. are there people out here that are like, you know what? Uh, there probably are, because there's probably AEW apologists, right? Who are like, this match was good somehow.
1: But there's no way they but, like, actually think it's good.
0: This, to me, this is about as close to objectively bad as AEW's probably ever done.
1: I've, but I, But anyway. So. Nothing else exists. Immediately comes to mind. This was something else, man. It like, was. Yeah. It was
0: funny because I remember we were watching the show and we were we usually watch it in two in two sittings. And I had just seen, without getting spoiled, even somebody's reaction to the match, and it was super negative. So I'm like, Oh now I kind of want to stick around and watch it.
1: And we did, so talk about Unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, yeah. Um so Jeff Hardy, oh god, it's Jeff and Jeff. Mm-hmm. This is horrible. Um combined age of like ninety Eight or ninety nine or something. <laughs> uh, brother Nero made his entrance, and then he, w- then he decided to go to this weird backstage area because reasons. Yeah, I don't know exactly uh, where Jared attacked him. Uh, Karen Jared present as well. Um, he hit him with something, I guess, and Satnam so... choked him against the wall because he's so tall. Um, Ethan Page and Isaiah Cassie attacked Jared. <laughs> There's and like then, a half dozen other people involved. Uh, in Matt first... Hardy poured the red viscous liquid on the Jared right. couple. Um, And also, to make things better, around this time, the area they were in was bathed in red light, too, which we all know makes for the best wrestling matches. Of course it does. Like, any of the Fiend matches, Amazing. the only good ones are the ones in red light. Funny you say that. Huh? It'll all make sense in a little bit. It doesn't make sense to me. What, the gals use the green light again or something? No. You'll see. Okay. All right. Trust me. Was there something else with the red light? All will be revealed. Um, I feel like I don't know. It was mostly just the fiend, and it was awesome. Yeah. red red cages are awesome too. I love red hell in a south. In general, red it's good. Red's red so looks good. real good on TV. <laughs> it's so great when you surround a wrestling ring ring with the color red. Mm-hmm. That's just the best thing to do. Um, after a commercial break, they're fighting in some other area where Jeff Hardy dove off the, some equipment boxes on a group of too many people. Many many people. Yeah. Uh, finally in the ring, Hardy beat Jarrett with the kendo stick, then the Hardys' Cassie and Ethan Page surrounded Jarrett, then Jeff Hardy to a twist of fate stunner, so Jarrett conveniently laid on the table, then Hardy hit a swanton, and the table break was kind of weird, I thought, but that does, that's not really their fault, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lethal broke the pin from the swanton, then hit a lethal combination to Cassie, uh, before Page shoulder tackled him, then Dutt low blow Page, then took a twist of fate from Matt Hardy, then Kieran Jarrett hit a really bad low blow to Matt. Um, so I want you to like just revisit that sequence and tell me how many people involved in that are actually from the match. Not many. Would one? One be my answer? One be an accurate estimate because I guess Jeff Hardy getting attacked by lethal. That is it, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarrett tried to hit Hardy with his guitar, but um, Hardy managed to avoid it, get it, and he hit Jarrett with the guitar. Then as... Ne- Normal match progression goes, you know, how you like to build to you know, epic, epic, every epic match builds to something, that's right? right? Like, you have the tiger driver and the one winged angel kick out in the greatest match ever, and here you have Leatherface, and you laugh so hard. Oh, uh, it is funny, it was so because this
0: is in support of a video game, we should point out, right? Yeah, that's uh, which yeah. is also always something that works
1: out well. Yeah, sponsoring directly sponsoring matches is the best thing mm-hmm. to do. Um, so, Leatherface came out and scared away Karen Jarrett. And that's like, that's what I was hoping this match would be. This match was just really bad, but I was hoping it would be so bad it's funny. This was the only part that was actually funny to me because the literal Leatherface come out is just ridiculous. And he
0: is a very ineffective killer because he's swinging that chainsaw. He's just she's sitting on around. the yeah. ramp and he doesn't advance on her or anything. I
1: I wonder if this is better or worse than Robocop helping Sting.
0: I think it's better or worse than the zombie match.
1: That's true.
0: That's what I, I was thinking. I don't know.
1: If th- I think it's worse because I think this was lazier. I think, yeah, because there's a lot more effort going into the zombie. But yes. I think, like, just from like the standpoint, I think it's worse because I don't know, like. To me, it's more feasible to have zombies, which are just like undead people, come out than yeah. like a literal, whatever Leatherface is, like a a slasher villain yeah. coming at you. Like, you, you know what I'm kind yes. of getting at? Like zombies, in the grand scheme of things, I think zombies are slightly <laughs> more realistic than Leatherface. This sure. is the argument we're having here.
0: That's our poll question this week. But zombies or Leatherface? What do you, what do you think is What's... more
1: likely to come after you? Right. A group of zombies or Leatherface? And don't worry, Leatherface won't actually get you. No, nope. and from what we know from that match, the zombies won't actually eat you either. No, so it doesn't really matter. Um, Satnam of a choke slam on Hardy. J- jared got the win, and there was an actual uh Texas change Chainsaw masker bell, which was interesting, and it wasn't a great bell, but it reminds me of um they had so I remember in two K twenty they had the I don't know if you remember or if you ever saw it. There was that really weird DLC that they called Originals, and there was like a bunch of weird different packs. There was the first one, which is the Wyatt one, where he, that was the period where I could get the Fiend. The mm-hmm. Fiend is like the only normal one, but there was like a bunch of weird ones. There was like Swamp Father Bray. My favorite name is uh, Frankenstroman. That's nice. There was Wicked Aleister Black. I which just is... watched
0: him get crushed in an arm wrestling match. What Braun Strowman?
1: Huh? What? I don't know. What? I saw some video thing of him losing like, arm wrestling in WWE. Or... No, in oh, real okay. life. Anyways, there's a bunch of weird characters, and um, so what was? Oh, there was like a. For some reason, all the DLCs had different belts that were related to something. Like one of them was, I mean, you know how they did the Southpaw? Yeah. They that there was like Southpaw belt, or there was like a futuristic one. There's a digital belt. Anyways, I'm getting away from it. There was the one belt that was the NXT Championship, but obviously different, color different. It had a skull on the front instead. Yeah. And it was the Lord of Darkness Championship. It reminds me of that. <laughs> nice. It's like some weird fan, fan. What it- did? Like fantastical, would that be the word I'm looking for? Yeah. Like fantasy kind of yeah. thing? Okay. Yeah, uh, That kind of belt. Anyways, that's nice. my bit of digression.
0: This match was awful. 11 minutes of garbage i am actually somewhat surprised that this was on aew tv
1: i i put on my list right i think and these wrestlers
0: may be impact wrestling guys but this to me had a late wcw vibe to it where
1: i don't know i think given just all the people involved all the people here were tna at some point and tna was just as bad as wcw so i don't know this was an absolute
0: mess never got into like comically bad territory other than face. Um, I'm just at a loss that they thought this would be something they should do and what they would get out of it. It's one of the worst things they've done, I think.
1: Yeah. Um, this was truly one of those moments where you just can only question why something actually exists.
0: It was such a basic weapons match with far too many other people involved and through then the whole thing. Tom stuff at the end. Yeah.
1: I'm truly flabbergasted here. Um I don't know how this was thought of, approved, and signed off on. They must have um, got a bunch of money, I guess. They yeah, they got the huge. I think it was like hundred k for the food bank or whatever. So and donated at least it all. Something right? good came yep. out of this. It was all for charity, um, so but that's something. I at least this was helpful. Yeah. In some way, um, this is the second example of this year why you don't directly sponsor matches. This I is, agree. This and the Mountain Dew match are both on the list of horrible things this year. So that's why you don't do this like uh, this is on the list already, i think the most worry. inoffensive thing you can do is when wwe puts like graphics on during the matches like the women's triple threat that we loved um that had the c4 energy on the right. screens which i get like, i think also is stupid but at least it doesn't matter really in the grand scheme of things yeah or like when ray and dom and mania think they're, they're the cinnamon toast crunch yeah that just doesn't make sense Anyways, that like you can't just sponsor matches and it it doesn't work out. It clearly does not work. Um, I was hoping for this to be so bad it was funny, but the only funny thing was literal other face coming towards the end. The rest of this was just the most boring basic brawling you could possibly imagine with too many people. One basic table spot. Viscous Liquid was a highlight, however, um, easily one of the worst matches of the year. Just objectively bad and next. I think so. It's worse than I expected somehow. Um, it was amazingly bad, and something I will forever question why it happened and why I had to watch it. We expected
0: nothing, and it underdelivered. <laughs> under-delivered That's on incredible. The promise of nothing. Yep.
1: Um, Poirier and Page were even being remotely in the radius of this. Thing. Yep. Just what a gong show. It's
0: unfortunate. It was
1: nasty. Um, moving on to I guess a better match by default. Uh, Britt Baker versus Bunny. <laughs> yeah. At least they had the decency to not make Bunny main event because. Oh, I, I'm just glad they didn't make her main event. Yes. Um, Bunny's back after six months, and she gets a qualifier for the biggest wrestling show in history. Right. So, I mean, she has
0: a track record of no, she doesn't. I lied. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not. She has a large track. Falling through the ramp. I'm. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, that's why they don't. That's why AEW doesn't do that. Because remember, on, I remember on some of the pay per views, I remember on Revolution they had. Uh, the revolution where there was the box and versus hangman. And Kenny. they had the ramp. Cause I remember mm-hmm. hangman did a buckshot out to the outside. And then they did, uh, they had the ramp to the ring in the Dailies Place days during the pandemic. I don't, I can't imagine bunny wrestled a lot then. It's
0: my favorite botch I ever saw live, I think. And that's <laughs> what going into a ton of indie shows where people screw stuff up all the time.
1: <laughs> it was fun. Well, it's better. Cause then it obviously goes on TV after and, and the fact Everyone's that they had daddy. to,
0: like, help her out and then, like, reshoot that segment was that's, awesome.
1: That's probably the, the funny part. of That's that's why it's funny sometimes to not go to something where it's live, like, the, well, and then, the benefit and it, of taping there.
0: And remember when you watch the show and yeah, she, she does a normal entrance <laughs> and the crowd goes wild when she actually steps into the ring successfully <laughs> that's why, like, and, that's and people why would have no it. idea. It's because it's so funny. she got I trapped. I had to
1: figure out what show that was and just try to find that again. It was fun. Um, and one thing that I thought was interesting was I forgot she's like Penelope Ford is still affiliated with her. How long has this random partnership been going on? I don't understand. I don't know. It, it does not make sense to me. And uh, Penelope Ford looks like your uh, average high school goth girl. She does. Um, we got a running knee lift from Bunny. Uh, that was okay. If you're looking STO in the middle, turnbuckle from Baker. Ripcord rolling elbow from Baker followed by a sling blade. Butterfly suplex from Baker for two. Fisherman neck breaker from Baker for two. Up, uh, Penelope Ford uh, took Baker's uh, glove away. Then Bunny had a supercar with distraction. Baker came back with a super of her own and a curb stomp for the win.
0: Yeah, I put average at best. I mean, yeah,
1: it was another mediocre match, and I don't think you can really expect much more from Ali. You knew Bunny. who
0: was winning, right? Yeah.
1: So, and the action was just
0: okay, and the crowd yeah. really wasn't into this either. It's I man, this got me questioning. This Baker crowd a bit. Got
1: screwed over. It's got me questioning Baker a bit. and I, I think that's <laughs> dumb because obviously we know Baker's good, but. It's just got me kind of concerned because this is two matches, and plus the and the Soho one wasn't amazing, but that one was fine enough, right? So right? Where I'm not gonna fault her for it, but like this is two matches in a row on Diamond where we've a- actively not liked it. And this, I wrote like as Jack asked during this, this isn't Brit regressing,
0: right? It's her opponents, right? I don't know, man. I, I'm I want to say it's, but that's what we kept saying with Taya too. So it was, it's in my notes for later, but I'll say it here. Um, watching NXT, one of my things was to say, what world is this where I've liked the last two J.C. Jane matches and not like the last two Britt Baker matches? That's
1: not good. That's, so
0: a, that's a weird state of affairs. This show hasn't been hitting if Baker's <laughs> looking bad again. Agreed. I
1: think I don't want to fault Baker too much because it's just... I don't... She's she's still good. I'm, it's just the deja vu from the last match. And It's just, I don't know. She needs to be in something good yes. for me to just... Go well, they need to build to a,
0: some women, right? To be interesting, would yeah, be nice.
1: That's part of the problem too. There's no build for it either. But like, this is two matches because the Sheeta title defense with Ann Jake can kind of serve as a qualifier. But then, like, that's that was part of the issue with my the. The little tournament they had is—I think—I thought all the matches were a watch. I think the most—you knew exactly the most unpredictable thing was Saray and Sky Blue, and even then I don't—I disagree with that for the most part. Yep. But like Baker and she'd had easy passage in. You couldn't have thrown in like Nyla Rose and somebody else like Soho or anyone, because there's not a lot of options for built people. So that's why I'm throwing out those two. Yeah. Um, just at least for some. Cause then at least you could and you could give Soraya some babies like if maybe Soraya and Willow will say that right mm-hmm. and then you could then I feel like at least you would know Sheeta's getting in but then let's say you have Soho and Baker and Willow and Soraya. then it's like you know you would we could obviously assume from that point one of the outcast people would get into a storm because obviously that's the dynamic we have mm-hmm. in the real match but then it would kind of be the question is it gonna be Soraya or Soho that gets in or both of them like it's more interesting that way because here they basically just did like nothing it's basically just throwing them in there yes here's the women that are going to be in that match and we're just we're gonna give you some matches on the way and it's It's all it was it's nothing really um next we got a quick acclaimed promo vignette um we got a recap of billy gunn's supposed retirement um bowen said they miss him um it was fine it was really short
0: i just put just so we don't forget that this happened
1: Mm -hmm. basically yep uh, then the acclaimed are supposed to be in action, but um, after they make their entrance, the lights go out. House of Black appear. Uh, they beat down the acclaimed while Black watches. Uh, Murphy throws Caster and he changes change this to Punch from King, and he's busted open. Uh, Pumpney from Murphy to Bones, then a Dante's Inferno. Uh, then Murphy curbs, stomps the bloody Caster, and they take Billy Gunn's boots.
0: They do. Um,
1: so I, I
0: put, you know, it's a off night on Dynamite. Even Caster's rap was pretty weak. This this week
1: i think the issue is like you need to give them actual opponents to rap on yeah it doesn't work or at least like bear county where you know them they're named at least when it's just random people i don't think it works because cast are like i didn't even write down who they were facing to be honest i didn't um (laughs) i honestly didn't know they were getting attacked i just didn't want to but like the best roasts or insults are like in my opinion off the cuff and also directed pointing yes. at someone right obviously like it kind of has to be and i think that's partially why this i agree the rap didn't really hit for me and i don't think that's the fault of casters so i think it's really hard to do it generally and still be really interesting
0: and see to your point when i get to impact this week i thought dango got back on track because he was directing his exactly promo at
1: somebody when you're yeah when you have something to focus and on was pretty it's funny. a lot better um, I thought this was solid, though. It's a, it was an effective beatdown, and House of Black looked good. Nice to see
0: House of Back. Nice to see the exactly. Dante's Inferno on Dynamite. Nice That's to see them back
1: on the main show. So it's a recurring thing. Yep. Um, Clean, shaven Malachi is still weird. Um, it's interesting for sure. Um, I'm happy to see them back, but we need to get some trios matches back on. I really like the open house matches they were having. Um, that was cool, and I don't think they've even really kept that up on... Dynamite. I'm pretty sure when they faced the claimed and the Billy Gunn, it was just a normal thing. Yeah, I think they kind of stopped that, which I think kind of sucked because they had a cool thing going. They did. Um, with the you know like the dealer's choice and whatever, I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. thing, and they just they we only got a few, and it was also a nice thing to look forward to on most weeks. And I think having that and casty go floating around was a really nice thing to have, like just in your peripheral at all times, kind of deal. I think
0: I heard the last match House of Black had. They didn't even address the whole. House of whatever the rules are. Yeah, they, just they didn't did, do it at all. It's they has been faced, abandoned.
1: They faced a claimed and gun, and they also faced a CMFTR. And they just. Perfectly normal. Yeah, weird. I, I don't like that. Um, it definitely seems like a claimed and gun are being built to take the trio's belts, which sucks because I'd like a better unit to be a House of Black, but I guess it's a decent story and it's something for Billy Gunn. I guess. You know, it's like a, like a thank you run kind of thing, like PCO yeah. and ROH. One
0: last run, brother. Yeah,
1: that kind of deal. Um, next we go to our main event, I guess. Um, Young Bucks versus By the Guns. Yeah. Um, nice to see the Guns back on Dynamite, though, which is a a really weird thing to say because a year ago that would not be the
0: not case. Not sure main events, the spot for them no, at this but point, but I, I, I am enjoying a better opener. I, I think. enjoy them more than I used to, for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: so I'm, I'm alright to see them back on because I like Bullet Club Gold now. They're kind of like the whole unit. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, I think Guns are a lot better character-wise and a little better in ring wise yeah they're fine um, I missed that funeral segment though that was funny it was good that w- I think that was last year though that, I think it would qualify at the end of I last think so year. I don't remember um the bucks attacked the guns during their entrance in the pose and the spotlight which kind of sucks because I've never I haven't actually seen a match I gotten to see the guns new entrance yet um, with the spotlight thing I I um, It looks really cool, though. I kind of like that they shoot finger guns and spit water. I think that's kind of a cool thing to do since some people use (laughs) water in their entrance. Yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. But the Bucs attacking them as well, they look kind of cool as well. Uh, Austin tripped Matt, and then Colton uh, took advantage. Uh, Then Austin wiped out Nick on the outside. Nick got a hot take floor. Again, he still doesn't do the kicks. Why isn't he doing this? Just to spite you? He's a babyface. He can totally do it now. He could. I understand not doing him. I swear he did it more in his heel run than he's done in this baby face <laughs> run. And Maybe. I feel like I'm not even wrong about that. I seem to recall him doing it more. And he You do the bulldog clothesline thing and the knee in the corner and everyone was happy and now everyone's sad.
0: Everyone is Everybody sad.
1: Everybody is sad. Uh, there's a slingshot X factor to Austin from Nick. Then he flips us the apron and a moonsault on Colton. See, he would do. He does still does that. Why you can't do the he can't do the other things too? No. Like just do the things. It's not that hard, sir. Uh, then the guns avoid a maelstrom driver attempt. They try to hit one of their own, but uh, Matt counters and rolls Colton up for two. We get a three ten to Yuma to Matt for near fall, but Nick broke the pin. Um, Austin mocks Omega going for a feature. Matt avoids it Hits a German suplex. He went for another, but then Austin countered, rolled him into O'Connor roll, and Colton tried to assist him, but then. Nick kicked Colton, and so Matt reversed the pin, and then Nick assisted him to get the win. Cheaters. Um, then Bullet Club Gold jumped them after the bell. Uh, so Juice and Switch back on as well. Hooray. Um, Juice is about to stomp Matt's arm with a sealed chair. The brace will probably protect him given how heavy it is. <laughs> it is. Um, but FTR's music hits, and they make the save for the Bucks. Um, smash contraption to Juice, and we get a stare down.
0: Cash did pull a weapon. Why wouldn't he just use a gun? <laughs> it would have been more effective. <laughs> it would have been over. Uh, I thought this was a solid tag team match. Nothing spectacular. I like the gun's heel work, right? All short- get angry enough. Shortcuts and cheating and whatnot. But they're not a main event act at this point. Um, the Bucks did what they do and gave the crowd... Who- I actually felt bad for this crowd. It gave them something to cheer for for parts of this, at least when the Bucks were in control. The finish uh, wasn't my favorite. The match was fine overall, but just like... An underwhelming cap to a very underwhelming show, I guess. Not a bad match, but not a a dynamite main event for sure. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was definitely underwhelming as a main event, but I thought it was a solid match. Um, it just kind of felt like playing it safe here with the Bucks, but it makes sense given the huge match coming up in Matt's elbow already being in a yeah. They weren't doing anything race. super crazy. Yeah. I wish we could have gotten more out of this though because. With myself now being somewhat of a fan of the guns, I would have liked see to get more out of this. Um, Maybe we'll get that next week with a trios match. Right. Um, However, it served a purpose, and it was perfectly all right. I'm glad to see the whole... I wrote BCC. God damn it. Uh, Bullet Club Gold crew, good to see them all back on. Uh, I liked... Are they BCG? I, I I just write BC Gold. Oh. But I guess that would work too. Nice um, as them, though. Uh, we just got to get more of that. Uh, Juice and Switch, especially. They're too good to be kept on the show that I don't care about. I know. And not I agree. on the one I Juice is really watch fun. Every week. Yeah, Juice, like, I think when they were beating them down, you can just hear him yelling. And I'm just like, is that Juice? It's just a wild of, man. Of course it is. Of course it's just, His pants are wild, too. Yeah. He had different pants in this in the segment earlier because obviously it was, again, the day before. But. Um, <laughs> His pants are wild, too. Uh, if the guns are along with them as well. Um, I'm fine with that because, like I said, the guns don't completely suck now. Nope. Um, FDR making the save is fine. Kind of goes back to the first two when they wanted the Bucks at 100%, although I think that goal is a loss because, again, going back to Matt's elbow. Matt is not 100%. <laughs> uh, thoughts on your, this show? One of the weaker episodes
0: of Dynamite that I can remember. I would say the worst one, but maybe there was something back in there. But definitely, I, I, I think top three. Not many things I enjoyed on this show, especially in ring. You had the opener that was match of the night, and it was only a good match, in my opinion. Main event was fine. Women's match was okay at best. Hardy Jarrett was a disaster. And the Wayne Allen tag match wasn't really anything, because we missed half of it because of commercials. Uh, Clearly several notches below in ring this week from what they normally do. And then just otherwise, too much MJF and Cole, which is starting to Wear a bit thin, too much Jericho. I just don't care. Just not enough good stuff in general. Um, and then a, a stinker of the year contender. Vi- yeah, and the, uh, like honestly, a worst match of the year front runner. I would suggest for me. Maybe it's recency bias, but I I don't disagree. It's with that up statement. there, man. Um, just really disappointing show. I want a C minus. I if it were in the D range, that wouldn't even be out of the realm of possibility. But I'm giving them a C minus. A really just.
1: Not a fun show to watch at all, I didn't think. You? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it was one of the weaker Dynamites in recent memory, at least by a wide margin. It doesn't help that it was a TV special either. I like what they do for Fight the Fallen every year. Um, I like that it's the charity show that they do. I really yep. like that, and I'm glad the ter- the match that sucked uh, yielded a large donation. However, as a fan of the product, I wish it um, also yielded a better show in general. Um, I think the in-ring quality was on a down... Um, A downswing here. Oh, yeah. Uh, The opener was solid, but I think too short. And I think it could have been better. And I think the main event was solid, but also could have been better. I think the good matches on the show just lacked, like, were a bit of missed potential. Yes. Even the better ones, right? And then you had, um, what was was it? There's the tag match match. that was way too short. That was basically nothing. And also, I guess, kind of fell short of the mark that we were hoping for. Then one of the worst matches we've seen all year, um, just a total crap fest and then a women's match that was mediocre at best and then segments the mjf cole stretch was way too long i think the last segment they had was pretty good mm-hmm. but it was just kind of the placing really hurt this here yep and the comedy segment before that was almost it was getting to the point of you kind of need to draw it back a bit which is not where we want to be uh callous and uh Jericho segment was pretty bad i thought um in retrospect just the amount of contradictory things that are here, and just the way they handled that was not great. It was a payoff I didn't care about, and they handled it worse than they could have. Um, I thought Omega was solid, um, and that is about it. I think so. Yeah, I think it's a C show at best. I'd go C minus as well, though. Yep. Um, I think C C minus is fair, but I would go see C minus. C-. And that's
0: a go home show too, right? No, and we got. One oh, more. one more. We got one That's more. right. That's right. We got okay.
2: Fighter Fast next week.
0: Correct, fighter Fest. So that wraps up our AEW Dynamite review. And we'll,
2: um,
1: one thing I wanted to mention, as I do. just remembered, is um, I kind of talked to you about it, but um, how are we feeling about All In? I'm underwhelmed. Yeah. I'm not like... Given it's the biggest wrestling show in history, Um, it's a little lacking, at least right now. And it could, you know, it could over-deliver. It could just have really good work in
0: ring. But yeah, I'm not... Yeah. I was more excited for Forbidden Door. I mean, probably because I, I was think going,
1: but... the card for Forbidden Door still stands as better. Yes, I think so, too. And I think that's part of the New, Jama- New Japan aspect, but just also just what they've been putting here. I think they served really strong. I think the first two matches announced for All-In were fantastic choices. Yeah. Like Cole and Jeff made perfect sense. They hadn't jumped the shark yet. Um, we're still not there. But obviously, they, we, ha- we weren't even talking about that, really. And then, obviously, Box FTR is a no-brainer for any big show. Yep. And then I think we kinda took a decline to with the Coffin match. I think Jericho Osprey is a disappointment. The other trios match is um a good choice. I'm I'm happy with that. But then the women's matches kind of lackluster too. And then same same is a I good feel I feel like very similarly. It's just like it's good, but it's kind of underwhelming and there's yep. some missed opportunities there. Definitely. Namely one that I might have mentioned before. You
0: might have. All right. Well, let's move, match is good, let's move into talking about some trivia of my choosing this week in a segment we call "Off the Top of His Head." All right, you mentioned him before because his name was in the news a lot lately regarding. Uh, I thought it was something uh, overcoming serious illnesses and confused. whatnot. So we're going Bray Wyatt's Bray Wyatt's greatest matches according to AI. Okay, so, and there is one thing to qualify here. It says, "I put here's my prompt: provide a brief description of Bray Wyatt's fifteen best WWE matches. Be sure to include the year, event, and match type." Okay, so ChatGPT's response: as of my last knowledge update in September of 2021. Okay, so that's information you. Although has he had any of his greatest matches since then? None do. But uh, so I can provide you with the list of Bray Wyatt's fifteen best matches up to that point. Please note that there might have been additional matches since then. Here are the matches along with the year, event, and match. Type. I think literally just the Mountain Dew matches is only match since then. Okay, I so that's say. definitely not one of his best. So we'll start at number 15. I will give you the year and the event. And we'll see if you get it right or if they if they get it right, I guess, too. There's always that. 2021 WrestleMania 37 Night 2.
1: That's one of his best matches. Best match. best match. No, it's not. Who was it? Okay, I can confidently say he's had more than 15 matches, so... What type of match was this one? It was normal, I think. Oh, well, then who and are you saying it, was, it is? It was Orton and Fiend.
0: That's funny. So it's saying it's Alexa Bliss and the Fiend versus Randy Orton and Nia Jax.
1: Why? <laughs> Why?
0: <laughs> I was pretty sure that didn't happen.
1: No, that's the one where um the Fiend transformed back into normal fiend oh and he then, walked through the thing and was and alexa bliss came in a giant melted? jack in the box and the fiend lost somehow oh right just to an rko that was yeah awful that was that that's his 15th best i don't match, think buddy. i don't think the only way that's his 15th best match is if he's only wrestled 15 times <laughs> but i can confidently say he's wrestled more than 15 times so that doesn't even make the top 20 fast lane 2021 singles, Why is, singles he match didn't wrestle in this though he didn't no Okay, so this was remember when they did Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, and Alexa Bliss kept doing magical, sh- and then um the f- burnt Fiend came out from under the ring. Yes, and that he wasn't in the match. He so, was there, but he wasn't like he wasn't wrestling. Apparently, he faced Randy Orton. <laughs>
2: the,
0: oh, this is funny. Uh, this just feels like reverse chronological order, not his best match. So now WrestleMania, maybe it is. Uh, it might be actually. Now that I look, it looks like it is. Uh.
1: <laughs> Maybe it is and it says it's like quote unquote.
0: Here's greatest. an original one. Twenty twenty one WrestleMania thirty seven night two. <laughs> now <laughs> did it... they get it right? Yep. This time? Now they
1: said Fiend and Randy Orton. to <laughs> so fifteen and thirteen. <laughs> um it's so good. It it's like Kelly Kelly, so nice you gotta say it twice. It's so good it makes the list twice. Twenty twenty payback. No holds barred. No. Oh yeah. Okay. Triple threat. It was him and Strowman and Roman. That's hey, that's him. right. That's, that's the kickoff of Roman's title run. I guess it's, he didn't really do anything. That was just mostly, remember, Strowman and him fought. They broke the ring, and then Roman came in and oh, just took the Oh, ring breakage. That's right. Yeah.
0: 2020 WrestleMania 36 Night 2. Cinematic match. Oh,
1: the the Funhouse match? Correct. I don't know if that's one of his best. I always thought it was better than people said. That's the Cena one. It, I wasn't a huge fan. But. I thought it was. I liked it more than the Boneyard match, and people love that. I did. I
0: was not a big fan of that one either. Cinema matches, we weren't big fans
1: of. Remember the Backlash one? Other than Stadium Stampede, Stadium Stampede's right. like you, that's how you do it, right? 2019, Hell in a Cell. Th- that is what? <laughs> how is that? No, that's the one with Rollins that was in the it red light Rollins. and a red cell. Right. That's. Arguably one of his worst matches. Um, they don't. I don't think they understand what worst and best" means. <laughs> 2018. Okay. Extreme rules. Would that be? I don't.
0: They are so. saying it's a tag team match. it would be him and Hardy. Correct. In, against the B team. Correct. What's the B team?
1: That was Dallas and Curtis oh, Axel yeah. after right, they right. were done with, with Miz their ch-
0: with their cheesy shirts with the Sharpie. Yeah.
1: Yeah that. I don't know how that's I don't think that would even be one of his most notable matches let alone one of his best. How dare you? 2017 WrestleMania 33 singles match. Uh that's Orton again yep. uh, when he was champion actually if you remember that. I don't That was the one oh with the projector and had the bugs and the worms oh, on the mat. <laughs> so stupid. Again, so stupid. not one of his
0: best. 2017 on SmackDown triple threat match.
1: Orton and Cena? No, Cena and AJ. Yes. Why would you know that? Uh, because this was early in my this is my formative years as a fan. So it's all memory burned in there. Yeah. Uh, this was yeah. He it was like probably his only title defense besides Orton, I would assume. Wow. I don't. I don't know if that was one of his best. I really don't remember much about that match. Um, other than that, it happened. <laughs> it did happen. 2015 TLC. I think that's. No. Eight-man team oh, elimination tables okay, match, Okay, I was thinking of... No, that makes sense. It was the Wyatts against... It was ECW Originals, I think. correct. It was I don't know
0: who, was, who were the originals. Rhino, Dudleys, and Dreamer. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. 2015 Hell in a Cell. Roman. Correct. 2014 Battleground. Singles match. Cena. Not according to them? I don't actually know. They are saying Chris Jericho.
1: That could be right. I think... That's right. Let me check. Battleground 2014. Okay, 2014, WrestleMania 30. Uh, that's the Cena one where he lost and he got, and everyone touts that as kind of killing him. Correct. It's that one. Number Um, two. Yeah, Jericho and Bray Wyatt. That's right.
0: So they know more than you. (laughs) Number two. The uh, sorry, I almost gave it away there. 2014 Elimination
1: Chamber. Ooh, that that is probably one of his best ones. That's a Shield Wyatt family. Yes, that's right. That is. I think that's. Genuinely one of his best ones, actually. I've heard great things about it. I don't think I've ever seen it, though, and as number, a Shield fan.
0: Number one, 2014 Royal Rumble.
1: The Rumble? Him and Brian?
0: Yeah. Mm. Is that right? Probably. Yeah,
1: that seems right for the time. I don't know. I You did I don't very well. You know about much that.
0: about one of your favorite guys Wind- that's been missing forever now. Wyndham Rotunda. One of the few wrestlers we very much disagree on.
1: I think... It's more, I liked him when he was the Fiend. That, yeah. was, that was good.
0: Uh, Alright, so that ends trivia. We'll now go back into talking about some wrestling. It's what we call high spots and rest holds, where we're going to sort of cherry pick the rest of the week's wrestling that we got time to see. So let's do some high spots and rest holds. <laughs> Alright, you just found something from Raw
1: start off on monday what did you get from raw this week uh the only thing i had was just more jd mcdonough because i'm glad he's getting the time of day what did actually. he do this week i thought this was last week but i guess it was this week um there was the opening thing or i think it was opening where he's w- involved with ripley and dom just had a message from ballard because he's not there or priest is there too i guess but the and then he was also involved in the beat down uh that was at the end of the show yeah uh he hit Zane from behind. So then the judgment day beat up Zayn and Cody. So that was neat. The only thing I didn't love was him losing to Zayn earlier, but that's par for the course, I guess. Right. Um, just at least he got a match on raw that, and he got like involvement in a couple segments. Yeah. Small involvement at, at yep. least. That's good. Um, so I'm just glad to see McDonough doing things. Me too. He's um, cool. the only weird thing I thought was that he regressed to his Jordan Devlin theme. Did he? Which is weird. Interesting. Um, which I like that theme, and I always really like the theme, but I actually found myself enjoying this NXT one better, the JD McDonough theme. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess that's fine. It's just, it's weird. Weird. All right. Tuesday night was NXT, and like I said, I think
0: I preferred it to Dynamite this week, which hasn't happened in a long, long time. I
1: think you saw a couple things, but not a lot. So I thought the I opening. I don't remember. I didn't get to watch the one you. I should have watched that. I didn't get to watch the one you wanted me to watch. You didn't watch that clip? No, I'm. It was really good.
0: Uh, solid opening tag match, but I thought a bad finish. It was Tony and Stacks. They successfully defended their tag belts against the dyad. The finish. I think you were watching this. Remember, Ivy Nile comes down, and suddenly all like twenty oh, members. Oh yeah, I saw that. I think I saw the clip too, but I also saw when you were watching it. Like twenty members of Schism are all yeah. distracted by Nile and turn their backs to the ring and just look at her. Right. So that allows the creeds, I assume, in their schism disguises, to get involved. They hit. And, Julius hit that move. He always does. Right where he like, I don't even know, with some sort it's of slam that, like, where he like
1: somersault suplex kind of deal or whatever. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like it's clearly still, a
0: signature creed move, right? Even though we don't see their faces, yeah. it's clearly well, you them. Kind of,
1: you kind of do for a second,
0: just not clearly. The match was fine, um, but twenty people kind of joining forces to deal with Ivy Nile. Um, who's like also kind of ignoring everything else yeah kind of silly uh then a rest hold i did not another eddie thorpe vignette focusing on his indigenous indigenous traditions um stuff like uh, he listens to his life force shows through his fighting spirit die jack is now the target of his focus and they'll meet again and eddie will move forward without fear I like that they're trying to include some of his background into his on-screen character because I people who listen to this show know I almost always think that's a good idea to use reality as you build characters, oh, yeah. especially for wrestlers who are struggling to sort of connect or get traction or whatever. But this isn't quite working for me. I'm, I like that they left out the animations of the wolf now, and the stars from last week. Oh, okay, yeah. but uh, there's something about this just isn't quite connecting with me. I don't. I think it's Thorpe's delivery. I'm, I'm not loving right now. Um, really liked they kind of had Mello signing autographs, like uh, um signing photographs. I think I saw that, and they kind of used it throughout the show, right? So, oh, I don't know which one I saw then. So Wesley approaches. That's the one the, I saw, but he did it more than once. So one oh, time, <laughs> I don't know which one in I saw. one segment, Jack in another, kind of like saying, you know, you're gonna, I'm gonna be the one to face you at Heatwave, and 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 Mellow basically, I think it was to die going like i'm the only one guaranteed to be there right you guys still need to figure it out kind to of deck. thing um then the whole thing kind of came back into play in the final segment which i'll get to and i thought it was a really effective way to sprinkle the champ here and also further a couple other storylines along the way i'd liked also the chase you segment and match the segment came first and you basically have chase and hudson alone and I chase I... I don't know i don't think i saw it Chase has gotten Thea Hale a match against JC Jane to sort of try and make up for throwing in the towel against Stratton, right? Which Hale's still mad about. Hudson seems like he's all on Chase's side with this rationale. But as soon as Thea Hale comes in and she's still annoyed, Hudson immediately fires Chase under the bus and sides with Hale, (laughs) right? Um, Because she, yeah, she's still mad about... um, It Basically, it fits in that she's like you're still making decisions for me and you right. still know what's best for me. So it's like, great, you got me a match because of course you know what's best for me, right? So she's doing like the the moody teenager looking for independence from her parents who finds it annoying that they're over-involved. She's doing a really good job, and honestly, it's not that much of a stretch. She's like 20 or something, right? So Yeah, it works, She yeah. pretty much For, In is. the
1: grand scheme of wrestling, because obviously you can't For, right. have an
0: actual... It's, it's as close as you're going to get. Yeah, the best you can do, really. Uh, I actually like the match, too. And again, that's two in a row from J.C. Jane, as I said, and two I didn't like from Britt Baker, so that's weird. So <laughs> J.C. Jane in this sort of removed the turnbuckle, and I thought it was weird at first because instead of ripping it right off, She's just turning it so that the padding part is underneath and the turnbuckle's kind of exposed. Why don't you just take it off? Because uh, just in time, basically, as it's about to be used, Andre Chase hops up, hops up on the apron and replaces the cover, thinking he's protecting Thea Hale. But that's just as Hale's countering it and ramming Jane's head into the thing. So he actually protected JC Jane instead. Uh, I guess. I actually yes, didn't that mind it. Works. And then Hales obviously furious. She's yelling at Chase, and then turns around and gets rolled up. So
1: I, I guess I don't, I, I don't know. The slight detail
0: of not pulling the pad off, but then like I thought it was yeah, a, but I don't think like I thought it was a kind of a clever way to to again Chase with the best of intentions still screws over Hale.
1: I guess I just don't love the fact that like the not hitting off the exposed turnbuckle is like I don't know. Just I do. I get what you, I like what you're saying about it, but also it's it's a little weird to me.
0: Yeah, because normally they just rip it right off, and she yeah. went out of her way twice not even to that, just, just turn like, it down.
1: I don't know that he protected her. Like I don't. know. It's just weird to me.
0: Uh, pretty good TV match, and what ended up being the uh the final match on the show. Because I'm kind of going out of order. I put right because the together. main event would have been the the thing you like the contract signing yet. So Ford's the chase you story gives J C Jane a win, which I think she kind of needs here. And what I found interesting here is because when I watch this, I'm more sympathetic to Thea Hale, I guess. And commentary clearly revealed in the match that Hale's the heel here. Because Booker T's all supporting Thea Hale. And Vic Joseph is supporting Andre Chase. So I was a bit confused. Mm. Oh, no. So I thought you were going to say like against J.C. Jane. No. Okay. So just in this, like that Thea Hale is the heel, even though she did kind of get screwed over, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't know if like... The he- I, was like oh, I don't know if heel is the right I was, word, but I, I guess... I was like, oh,
0: Booker's taken up for Thea here. But I think when... Maybe it's
1: not? I don't, I maybe don't know. Maybe it's
0: a red herring and they're going to go the other way and swerve us. But it seemed like commentary was very much preparing us for this is a heel, this is a face. Um, Rest hold. I know it's going to be a huge surprise to those of you that listen every week. Dana Brooke. Because no. I call her extreme Dana Brooke now. <laughs> so she took on Lindsay Davenport. Lindsay Davenport? <laughs> What? That's a tennis player. What? Google Lindsay Davenport for me. I feel like that's like a '90s tennis player. I'm pretty sure it is. Blair Davenport, her her younger sister. Am I right? American tennis player, I believe. Lindsay Davenport, American former tennis. Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. You suck. So, anyways, she, uh Davenport ended. Which up one? Which down? <laughs> the one that wrestles. She ended up. Uh, so Dana, Dana, Dana Brooke lost to Davenport. Kalani Jordan talked her out of using a chair at ringside. And then basically... So Bro- she's all hardcore now? She is. I- Brooke got back in the ring and it was a wicked looking knee strike from Davenport. I saw Kalani Jordan's themes Should her. I
1: listen to it? No. Oh.
0: And then the kamagoya or whatever Davenport calls it. And she picks up the win. Brooke again looks slow top and guided. sloppy and not impactful. She botched a clothesline over the top at one point, And then there was an awkward exchange on the mat between the two. She did hit a nice sit-out powerbomb, if I'm going to be fair. But, And then after the match, Brooke is clearly angry at Jordan, um, and it looks like there's going to be hardcore, a, they're gonna a heel turn where the mentor turns on the protege, and nobody after wants like to see. like a month maybe. And neither of them can wrestle match. at all. So Both of them
1: can do gymna- they, if gymnastics. Listen, now, okay? If there's a gymnastics competition, I will watch it. are like, focusing on wrestling now. If there's a gymnastics competition, because you know how they love to do non-wrestling things or yes. whatever, If they, I will watch that. If Great. there's gymnastics I mark my words.
0: That was one of my annoying things in this too. I forget what it was, but like Dana Brooke ends up getting like kicked or something thrown through the ropes back into the ring, but she like rolls through gracefully like a gymnast instead of selling it. It was kind of weird, but, but an,
1: that would only work as like an evasion spot, kind of.
0: I talked to you about this. I was disappointed in this. It was Drew Gulak taking on Trick Williams. So we get interference along the way in this from uh Damon Kemp and charlie dempsey as well he actually suplexed i think he suplexed trick on the ramp i think it was it looked pretty good and then they finally are gonna try again and briggs briggs and jensen make the save and it's funny because i've made this mistake and Vic joseph called them brooks and jensen which i thought was awesome. i'm pretty (laughs) sure which i thought was awesome Um, that seems like something you would do. Trick wins with a weak-looking discus punch that they had to... I thought it was a kick. ...save by choosing a camera angle. No, I think it was a punch. Oh, I, I, thought the it, camera, I thought it was a kick. Oh, went, I did see it. They I went think. so directly behind Gulak to cover up the contact. Or it lack wasn't good, own. no. Um, it felt to me like in this, like Gulak couldn't use a lot of his usual holds and mat work because Trick may not be able to like effectively counter yeah, that's any it. Yeah, one of those
1: that kind of hinders Gulak.
0: Right, so I thought it was kind of disappointing. I've been a supporter of Trick and I think he's been getting a lot better in the ring but I don't think he looked ready for prime time here so I'm a little bit worried about the Dragonov match a reminder he is still learning and has a way to go like I still think his ceiling is really high but this was not a very good match I didn't think mm-hmm. another annoying thing is Dabakato returns <laughs> little promo like I think the guy sounds okay he kind of sounds like a believable monster but Whatever it was, he's coming next week, and then he comes this week and does stuff I don't like, but we'll get to that. I thought there was a good... In- wait,
1: oh yeah, the, wait, what, did the segment say he's coming next week?
0: Yeah, and then he came this week. <laughs> good in-ring interaction between um, Robert Stone, Von Wagner, and Corbin, I thought. Corbin sounded really comfortable here doing most of the speaking... And they've done a good job of building like this table angle with Vaughn where he keeps putting people through tables, right? Because that's what everyone wants what to see. What was the
1: thing? It was the, remember Lana got put to the table like announce table like oh, every week yeah. for no reason. Like she was being punished for something. <laughs> that was so yeah.
0: funny. That was way better. So this ends up with some uh, a pull apart basically because Corbin is able to escape going through the table, which they're obviously setting up for the match. That's the big build, right? Is is Corbin going to yeah. go? With... It's kind of smart because it's not even like Wagner needs to win matches, he just needs to find a way to keep putting people through tables. And
1: it's not like, it doesn't require an immense amount of skill from him. Yeah.
0: And it was funny in this. Corbin actually calls out Wagner's weaknesses and is literally like, "You've got to be good on the stick in this business." Hey Stone, give him the mic. Give him the mic. Let him talk. That
1: reminds me of remember when Adam Cole did the promo with Cross and yes. just flamed yes. him for every weakness that it wasn't we, quite that hard. That we were calling. I-, I loved it though. That was awesome. They just it didn't cross no service, but I loved it so much. Uh, Wagner actually
0: sounded okay. I don't know if he's ever going to sound great. And he mocks Corbin for all of his hor- horrible gimmicks, right? And finishes with something like. At Heat 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 Wave, you have a reservation for one and a table for one, which is okay. That's not, and your bald I don't I don't hate that. Your bald ass will get tabled. Yeah, bald. Joke. I thought it was okay. Uh, you saw this, and I don't know, man. I thought this was super cool. The Mustafa Ali kind of debut. I new saw. Character. I heard about, it, and then I saw when you were watching. It. I thought it was interesting. For Me sure. Me too. I he, like that it's at least something for him. He's in a suit. He's at a podium. It's like he's doing this kind of morally superior, slimy politician thing. And I thought it was really cool. He sounded really good. So things like, I had a couple examples here. Uh, The esteemed North American championship has not been represented by champions who give it the prestige it deserves. Includes Wesley and Dirty Dom in this. um, Pointing out, I thought it was funny that Dom is a convicted criminal, right? Off of that one day in jail. He says the people deserve better a champion inside and outside the ring. He's the North American champion we need and will bring it to new heights while inspiring people to believe that they can do incredible things. The right way, of course, because he's not doing things he, the right he, way. What What do you mean? He right. does things the right way. I really like this. I think he's a talented performer, and they're hopefully trying to find a role that connects and doesn't have to tie into his nationality
1: and stuff, right? I like. Well, I that, guess he's American, yeah. but you know what I mean. His background. Well, yeah, because it felt well, really fresh. And I don't different. think him being technically American really matters to them, right? No, so not at all. To I, agree, I didn't think I didn't feel like it was something that was directly like. Saudi Arabia, or whatever, or whatever, you know, or no, whatever. No, like, no, I didn't think it was that, so I'm glad. I'm also glad that's not just they're not taking the easy route with that. He's
0: got some good charisma, right? So I think he can continue, like, not believing he's a heel, but being a heel and like I thinking think, he's doing yeah, everything yeah, he to is help. Really other good. People. I think if
1: Retribution wasn't such a crappy, game, he could have salvaged that if they actually yeah. let him, but so um, I like this.
0: I like. It seems like it's a slimy politician character and it feels kind of new and I'm interested in it.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't think they've really done something. And he's like that. really good in the ring, so like if we can just oh, yeah. get I, everything I, interesting. I was like, he he had that really good series with uh, Murphy on two oh five live. He did. I've seen like clips of Murphy circulating, like um the clip like from that match with Alistair Black from TLC. That was really good that I randomly rewatched the one time and yeah. then uh there was the match with Ollie. Like I mean I love Buddy Matthews and whatever, but two oh five live Murphy was built different. He was awesome. Let me tell
0: you. Yep. I really liked Wesley and Dijak, the number one contendership. Um, uh, were all the fingers okay this time? You had, yeah, targeting and targeting. So Lee was targeting Dijak's leg, which makes sense, the, the big man. And Dijak ends up targeting Lee's shoulder after running into the post. I did that where the
1: finishers didn't
0: work out. Right. And so each of them, I liked that too, each of them that... Targeting affected some of yeah. their signature offense. It was Lee's handspring into the cardiac. Kick. I thought the he way he fell down was pretty good, good. actually. Yeah. And then Dijack, he was going for his death valley driver and he sort of collapsed. No, it as was well. the Feast Your Eyes. Oh, was it? I think. Oh, yeah, probably. You yeah. had him up for that. Um, you had a surprising Wesley power bomb followed by a Meteora for a near fall that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. We had ring steps, barricades. Uh Eddie Thorpe comes out and distracts Die who ends up taking a head scissors into the steps from Lee. Back into the ring, it Cardi- was kind of shoddy though. I remember wasn't great. Back in the ring, cardiac kick, twisting on, and Wesley wins. Heel face mellow at heat wave, really good match, pretty good storytelling with the targeting, which I always like. And Wesley and Hayes, I, even at this point, I was saying has a chance to be an excellent main event. And then sort of their interaction at the end of the show really got me more interested in it. Uh, what I called ultimately a rest hold, Davicato ruins what was becoming a really good match. You had Joe <laughs> Coffey and Tyler Bate. Four minutes into what I was already getting into, an entertaining match. And Cato comes down, attacks, uh leading to a no contest. Gallus escape and bait takes a choke bomb. So not only is Kato back, which is bad, <laughs> he interrupts a good match, makes a couple really good wrestlers look kind of bad in the process. So they really, you know, accomplished yeah, a lot of love bad it when things. He beat up Tyler Bate. In a couple minutes here, yeah. Uh Corbin and Braun had a brief interaction outside, and I like that too. It's basically like Braun is not happy because he's not he's like I'm not done with Von Wagner and then Corbin says to him looks like you were pretty done with him when he drove you through that table well, that I thought was pretty good right and then Braun is basically fine you can have him good luck because I'm going to be watching and then I thought Corbin sounded really good he basically is like listen I get that you intimidate everyone here at NXT, but I'm not everybody sort of thing, right? So I kind of liked it. Corbin's um, doing all right. It's like two tough guys. Neither one's going to back down. Braun's position makes sense, right? One's He's, a lone
1: wolf. One's meaner than evil. He
0: still needs to get at uh, Von Wagner for getting put through that table. He's a badass. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. Uh, rest hold because I don't understand... It's Nathan Fraser's hard-hitting home truths again. I don't I, don't I don't get what that is. I don't get what they're going for, right? Like, I don't know. So, Metaphor it interrupted. It looks
1: like a newscast or something, right? right.
0: But, like, it's not. It's kind of like it's a... I don't know what it is. And Almost how did like Metaphor a, get on? They just interrupted, right? But how does... I don't know.
1: Do they bribe the production people? Or and like, I thought Dar was really dude?
0: entertaining, but I don't get what they're going for with Fraser. He's... This one was really obnoxious. He had a fraud buzzer, and he just kept hitting it, and it was really juvenile oh, it's, it's and obnoxious.
1: Like, it's like a crappy version of the dummy, yeah. Yeah. Except
0: that's actually funny, though. Although
1: Dar's reaction to it was pretty
0: great. Um, yep. I just
1: Eli Drake did a better. These segments get
0: my attention, I think, because I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to do. It's more like intriguing, and it's rather not than that I like good. it, right? It's that I'm like, what is yeah, Fraser yeah. supposed to be likable? Because I don't think he is. And he's bringing energy to it, but I don't feel like it's the right energy. So I'd argue he's more likable when he just he's just boring. So I don't know. But anyways, they'll have great <laughs> matches if they wrestle, but I don't get what this hard-hitting home truths. But it's been three or four times now, so <laughs> they seem committed with it. So I don't know why, but anyways.
1: It's like the, the what was it? Lashing out, they're going to run it into your Ugh. face until it just proves to not work.
0: Yes. Then I thought there was like, three quarters or 80 percent of a really good segment that had a ridiculous ending and that's going back to uh from last week umberto carrillo and angel garza oh did they uh continue that it was a reference to the grandfather last week so this week it's again um about their grandfather so you see images of him images of angel and alberto as really young kids alberto or sorry, whatever. Oh, you it wish
1: it was Del Rio? Onto, is that you, you wanted to see Del right, Rio? Hey, bring him back. That's, that's what you wanted.
0: Them training as kids and just wrestling as kids and basically the idea that when life's going great, you have your family and life really sucks, you still have your family. And then um, Umberto's words sort of come through and it's like, if you lose, the time has come. No more games, no more distractions. I thought this was funny. Tear away your past, as the image is, Angel tearing off his pants. I like that. <laughs> Tear away your past for a new beginning, but a new beginning together. So I really like this. And then the end of it was both of them waking, waking up in their separate beds, in their separate houses, I guess, and looking at a picture of their grandfather on the nightstand. As though like the idea is they both had the same dream or something, which is just so
1: I kinda they could it, have man.
0: not put that on there and just had like the that's like well, isn't that one of the worst cop-outs in movies or whatever? Yeah, it's like it was, it's it was all, all a just dream. A dream. Yeah. But it's like fine, why aren't they just in their houses reflecting on the fact that they've they've had that's issues with each better. other and their grand they remember their grandfather yeah. going like, Man, you're family, you gotta stick together and you need to So I like it's okay to
1: remember the same thing,
0: right? I like that they're sort of looks like they're gonna stay together and get more serious. They're gonna stop doing the going after women thing, blah blah blah. So I like that because they're both good in the ring.
1: I love Gar. I really like. I remember I used to not really like him, but then I really came around on him in NXT. Yeah, and then he did nothing in main roster, and it just he just kind of fizzled out, and then I forgot about him. I got his elite though, so it's important. And then the final thing was the last segment of the show, which I absolutely
0: loved, and that's Wesley and Mello doing the contract signing. So first you get Wesley going back to Mello's autograph table backstage or whatever it is. And he demands that Mello meet him in the ring to sign was the that contract. the one I saw? For the match right away.
1: No, because I saw the match. So I think I did. I see the I don't know? I don't know. Maybe I saw both.
0: I like this because Wesley kicks the legs out from the table that Mello's using and he like drags it with him like he's going to take oh, it to the ring. that's why the table was there. So okay. I thought that was cool then we get a lengthy back and forth between these two to end the show. And I'll I thought it was later, awesome. I, I sent you clips of it. Um, basically Wesley starts out thinking that, uh, mellows live in the life of luxury since becoming the champ. Mello kind of, I'm going to shorten this a lot. This was pretty lengthy. Great stuff. You should check it out. Mellow corrects him and says that the title comes with all kinds of responsibilities. And basically Wes wouldn't be able to handle walking in mellows sequin shoes or whatever he was wearing. Um, Wes talks about all of the people who have told him he can't do things throughout his life. Mello was one of the chosen ones when NXT rebranded while Wes was overlooked again. That is true. He he kept working, won the NXT tag titles twice, then lost his partner and had to listen to everyone say that he couldn't make it as a single star. And then he went on to become one of the best, he says the best North American champion of all time. Up there. Mello says Lee won the title, but didn't win it from him. Because he kind of implied he did, but I think it was in a multi-man. No,
1: he won the... So, Wesley won the latter match after the whole Solo Sokoa fiasco, and yeah. Mello was in that, but he never... Right, and Sokoa that's what his correction, yes, you didn't beat that... me. Well, he didn't beat him, and he didn't beat him,
0: you know? Right. Mello says he put that title on the map twice, but this is about the NXT champion, his NXT championship. He agrees with 90% of what Lee says, but next week at Heat Wave, he won't, he can't beat him, which I like, because he, he's... Wesley's talking about everyone telling me I can't. Mm. So Melo actually stops and rephrases to use the word like can't that. again. I thought this was fantastic. It's Melo, also
1: good with Wesley being a face because then you could kind of get the mellow that way. And he's want. going a
0: little more edgy. And so that's one thing I, I'm gonna mention here that you would have liked too. Melo sounded really cool and confident, and Lee sounded probably better than he ever has. Mm. Really got me looking even more forward to this match. Both guys are totally believable, have defendable positions. And yes, they're both baby faces. But Wes is leaning into more intensity, and Mello in this made a reference to like you're almost making me go back to the way I used to be, which I was like, okay, right. That's what I so, want. but he was a really good, cool, like unflappable heel here, and he even ends with um, Mello ends it by quoting TLC's Waterfalls, right? I did. Like, I heard, don't that, go yeah. chasing waterfalls, um, sort of thing. And then he says next week, it's not. And again, I like that he changes the words here. He goes, it's not that Mello don't miss. It's that Melo can't miss. Again, throwing <laughs> the cans out at Wesley. I like that. Uh, I thought this was fantastic. This is what. When other shows do go home shows and want to end with segments, I think this is what they're going for. It's realistic. This is what you should do, right? Both of them have decent points. Um, and yeah, just. Mm. It makes me want to see this match. The and only I think the thing match I could be great. I thought
1: was weird is. And um, I have not say it in see, but just. Uh, it was kind of after the match that he won for the towel shot Like I feel like it would have been better if they died. Jack and Wesley was the week before. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the only thing. But that doesn't really hurt the segment, I guess. What Just was a little
0: weird? Oh, he also what did he he? Wesley ended up jumping and stomping through the table and landing on his feet right in Melo's face. It also looked super cool. I think worked out it perfectly. Good, a couple table things for Wesley <laughs> worked out really well. I thought this week. So yeah, awesome final segment. I recommend going to check it out. Switching to Impact. Strong, really strong opening match. And guess what? It's, again, the new workhorse of Impact dressing. Who might that be in the knockouts division? Giselle Shaw. Kylan King, man. Oh. She had a really lengthy match with Deanna Perazzo. I he really liked You like Kylan King it.
1: and Albert Baker. I see how it is.
0: And the one highlight I made note of was uh Perazzo. Is just a technician. She had a really sick-looking flatliner right into a Koji clutch. Looked really
1: cool. Oh, seen that. I, I think Ollie used to do that, and I know Sami used to do that. It's in their movesets in 2K, so I'm going to assume they used to do that.
0: Very competitive match with an energetic crowd. Purrazzo ends up winning with the Venus de Milo that I always think looks good. And again, Kingman, I keep saying it. They give her a lot of work, right? She's mm-hmm. in a t- busy tag uh, team, and she's also in a lot of singles matches lately. I don't, so is she still, she's I good. don't think
1: she's still in NWA. I, I don't think I so think, either. I think she was, but...
0: Shocking rest hold, bully Ray. So now yeah, he's right. desperately afraid of PCO and begging Santino Morella to do something about it. He's terrified.
1: If you're he's, DeMar, he has an upcoming would, no DQ match. Why with would PCO. you have a Frankenstein on your roster? Just I don't know. Don't make sense.
0: I just don't care about anything. Bully Ray does. I told you earlier I liked uh Dirty Dango better this week because he did. He was ripping on Jake something for quite a while actually, and so he's making fun of the name something, and he's like. What if Mike Awesome's name was Mike Something, right? <laughs> and then he's like, Jake's not even in the PW500 or PWI500, and that basically, really? Jake I guess he was,
1: he was probably out. Maybe I don't
0: Jake know. left Impact to go do better things, and now he had to come crawling back to Impact, probably for half of what he was making when he left. Um, something about like Jake Something's probably the biggest guy at LA Fitness or whatever, whatever. Anyways, he was pretty funny. And Johnny, whatever they're calling him, just sat there and didn't okay, say bro. anything. Oh, I forgot he's back. So he didn't he didn't say anything, which helps. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think it was helped that he had someone specifically to target with insults, right? And I thought it was pretty entertaining.
1: Yeah, and so it always helps have a target.
0: Another really impressive match for Kevin Knight this week. He took on Moose. Uh, Moose hit a huge
1: sky high at one point. I feel like people. Hit this guy with big moves and a huge Iranagi. Oh yeah, did you know? Um, I think her name was Mickey Knuckles on the and indi- on the indies though. Yeah. Um, and she was called Moose, and she was in TNA. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he's Moose is in the first Moose.
0: Second Moose.
1: Second Meese. Uh, at one point Kevin that's Knight cool. does like a
0: somersault flip over the top, and Moose catches him perfectly in like a powerbomb grip, and that's what you're expecting. And then Knight counters that into a head scissors on the on the ramp. It was a really nice spot. The crowd are really into this match we get a series of pretty good near falls at the end especially there was a code red that was really believable and then the finish is a power bomb and a humongous spear that sort of flips knight right over so moose picks up the win but another really impressive match for knight who keeps looking great in losses uh moose looked like a really good powerhouse here and knight's flurries were great really good match knight is one to watch i think going forward uh in 2024 i don't think he's done enough to be like a breakout or anything this year but I wouldn't be surprised if he's on that list next year. Rest Hold. What a surprise. Eric Young taking on Khan. Oh, right. I saw it. I forgot. The never-ending feud that no one asked for continues. Super basic match because it has to be because Khan's in it. And it ends in a DQ when Diener attacks with a chair because I think it looked like EY was taking control or whatever. Who cares? They DDT Eric Young after the match and no one cares. There was a kind of a Joe Henry video I liked this week. It was about him and Yuya Uemura training for the last three weeks in jeans and white t-shirts. Included in the lyrics was they could be jean models or something. Uh, really cheesy but fun again. Henry's hit and miss for me, but this was a video that I thought was funny. I wanted you to watch this too. I actually had it queued up for you to see. Part 2 of Crazy Steve telling his story to Tom Hannafan. Man, this... Was tough to watch at parts because it's probably all true, I'm guessing, and it's crazy. So no pun intended. Abusive. Abusive alcoholic father. Oh, and he's
1: blind. That's even worse.
0: Seriously ill mother, who ends up committing suicide three weeks before he signs his impact contract. Then he sort of complains about he gets to impact and he's portrayed as a clown and a crazy person, and he's neither of those things. Uh, and just he was basically was their pretty idea? much in tears for some of this, like, clearly telling some pretty tough stuff and just, like, captivating. Uh, super courageous for him telling it. They put awful sound effects in the transitions from between images. Other than that, this was, like, super compelling and kind of hard to watch at times. And Hannah fans really good, too, looking, like, sympathetic and, like, kind of taken aback by the stuff he's hearing from this guy. Like... All of this stuff, and he's legally blind, right? And he chose to be a professional wrestler. This is abs... And he's good in the ring. Like, I don't even understand. So... This was incredible. There's a part, a third part coming, I think, next week there's that I'm really looking m- no way forward there's more to. Of that. Damn. I don't know where they go with this, right? But
1: I would assume like the way I I feel like it's got to be a repackage. If he's saying it like, like it. he's been portrayed as this and that and he's not then cuz even though Cuz like, even
0: though you see grease paint on my face all the time, I'm no clown and I'm not crazy, I promise yeah. you.
1: So maybe it's some sort of repackage. But it's or... been awesome. Super yeah. awesome stuff. You, can pu- um, you should push him off of that.
0: They should, I hope so. I like we I've always kind of liked Crazy Steve, right? They've just never really wanted to do much with him. And he's a guy that is impact, right? Like he's been he's there, there forever. Yeah. Uh rest hold. I did not like Black tarus jobbing to Bully Ray in a basic, <laughs> basic seven minute no DQ That's your match. Worst nightmare. Uh Bully Ray then afterward Uranagi's PCO through a table, and PCO gets right up and bully is scared. Just basically, Black tarus deserves better. Uh, for me. You could include him and in whatever crazy Steve is doing, and let Steve speak for Taurus. I would them, use both give them of them the more. Tag titles. Something I don't know. Then the high spot. I really liked the main event. It was the Rascals taken on Swan and Callahan for the number one contendership for the tag titles. Speaking title. of which, really good tag team offense from the Rascals, as you would expect. Sammy one cool spot was he hit a cactus driver to Went on Wentz onto Trey's midsection. That was kind of neat. Ah oh, nice. Uh, Swan hit a uh, Hurricane Rana off the top to Trey, and that forced Trey to hit a Senton onto Wentz. So it was kind of cool. And I put at this point in the match, I put It can't be a good sign that I regularly forget who the tag champs are I was about to... I just remembered. Because in the middle of this match, I'm going, okay, do they want a heel or a face challenger for these belts? And I'm like, I don't even know who has them. Do you know? Subculture. Right. But I keep forgetting. I
1: forgot. I was just trying... Like, you were talking about... I was just trying to remember. And then you said... Like I remember, just before you mentioned yeah, that, I had I, I was, forgot. I was legitimately just trying to remember. Uh, we
0: get, I think it was all four kicks to the head. Everybody's down, and the crowd is going nuts. The crowd was really good on this show. So the refs distracted. Trey sprays Sammy Callahan with the spray paint, and we get I forget what they call it, but you know their shoving moon salt thing that the rascals do. Yeah, that they used to they used do, with to do Wesley, an NXT, but well, yeah. they did
1: it before, but it used to be Wentz and... Yeah. Uh, Wesley obviously So
0: Rascals win They'll challenge Subculture Really good match Especially the second half of this The tag division in Impact Is in decent shape I think um, The Rascals are really fluid as a team And I like the contrast to Styles With Swan and Sammy If they decide to keep those two together So a pretty entertaining episode of Impact Did I like it more than Dynamite? Quite possibly That's crazy That is crazy Because I loved the Crazy Steve thing Two of the matches were good Right? Maybe yeah, three. but you had Con and Bully Race. That's so. true. So it's tough, but uh, <laughs> pretty good. Anyways, I think you said there is no updates from the world of figures this week. So I think. No, I'm at the mercy of them. We're it's, coming in at a lean two hours this week, buddy. That is short. So 162 next week will be some sort of different experience. I don't exactly know what it'll be yet, but we'll. Our ha- viewership is going to go down. I will have it's, something.
1: It's going to be the collision against SummerSlam, let's be honest. And I
0: also practiced doing video with your brother today, so I'm ready for that if you're ever ready. I'll show you what it looks like and we'll see. But um, we'll definitely be back. Well, I'll definitely be back for episode 162. I don't think Jack will be, but we'll try and uh, record something ahead of time or have a reasonable replacement for him. But I will definitely be back down in the basement next week. Hope to see you all back here. Bring some others along to listen with you. We will see you next Saturday. And until then, take care.